You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 150 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. Gorak. You, you thought we were dead, but yeah. you just can't kill us. You can't kill us. Like, doesn't matter what happens. We'll, we'll always be back. Uh, it just took a long time to get over such a devastating Giants loss. You yeah. Know? We, we were 11-0 and in one-score games in the regular <laughs> season and 0-1 and in one-score games in the playoffs. So. Which felt like that feels right. You know, it feels like that's how that works. You know, and, and, you know, we were it was going to happen one way or another. Like, obviously, 13 wins. We were a good football team. But the defense was just terrible. Had so many. Yeah, it was just terrible. There was no way we were going to be we able to. We were a 13 win team that felt more like a 10 11 win team. I don't know. You yeah. know, it wasn't even going to the playoffs. It's kind of like, yeah, we should beat the Giants. But we're not in the class of the Eagles. We we were on like the same par as the Giants. Yeah, and they were what a, a nine win team. Yeah. So yeah, like ten. We like, yeah. We, if you like tiered out the playoff teams, we certainly weren't in that top tier. So I mean, it was. You'd think thirteen and four losing round one would be more devastating, like more. But it really was. It was kind of like this yeah, team. Like this it, defense was so fucking bad. Thirty yeah. first right? Yeah. Thirty second right? You think you're gonna? And then they were horrible in the playoff game. Yeah. Like. I know everyone's mad because Kirk threw short of the sticks, you know, which sucked. But, like, that defense didn't even show up. And Donatel, who's fired now, said, like, I think you're going to like the way we play on Sunday. Yeah. Hilarious. That, 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 that signed his death wish right there. Yeah, that was bad. So, I don't know. I mean, there's not much to talk about with the playoff game. Overall, season-wise, I feel like... A success? Yeah, well, completely overachieved. No one, not even the most optimistic... We're pretty optimistic Viking fans, and I don't think we were, like, 13 wins. No, I think uh, at one point... At- in the uh, preview, we joked about being like a 12 th- Like, oh, you're going through the schedule. Four losses. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We, we should be we all these teams. Do. But there's, like, like, yeah, going into the season, did not expect 13 and 4. It was four. being the wild card hunt. You know, you got a new coach, new GM. It's like, we're, you're, you know, we didn't think we were, we, we didn't. We didn't rebuild. But, and we had a, I feel like we have a talented roster. So I get why, like. There's some expectations, but not 13 wins. That and winning the division, and, yeah. and we, had, we had a good offense, and then Bradbury came around, so the offensive line was better than expected. So it just yeah, Ingram um, took took the starting job, and he was solid all year. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a fun season, nonetheless. And that's the thing too. Not only was it like 13 wins, it was a really fun season. Like the the way we won, how we had biggest comeback ever, the Bills game, a bunch of late wins. Like, yeah, the London game was a, you know, the missed field goal by them at the end, a double doink. The first Giants game, 50, what was it, like a 55 or? 56? It was a 50, long fucking yeah, field goal. It was his career field. high, I think. I so mean, a bunch of. Viking, Viking history, wasn't was it? Was it? Yeah. So I just, it was a really entertaining season. I, I, it seemed like everyone enjoyed, the, like, the. Wasn't a lot of drama. I don't know. It seemed like a very successful year one for Kevin O'Connell. Yep. Except he picked the wrong defensive coordinator last year. True. That that True. wasn't great. But uh, uh, definitely something to build on going yeah. into the off season and then next season. Yeah. And Hopefully. forward, just in general. And honestly, winning season. thirteen games again next season is probably not even going to happen. No. But you could be a better team and win ten games. You're like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean because that like the defense. Going 11-0 in one-win games was never done before, so you can't expect that to happen. Exactly. Like, There's going to be a decline in yeah. one-score games unless the defense is way better than expected and the offense is just as good and we just don't play one-score games. Well, that would be nice. 
It would be nice to win some games by two, three yeah. touchdowns, you know, slow some people out. But it's been years, years, I feel like, since we've done a, had a nice, easy. If we had a few games this year, like, we'd be up by, like, 18 points on the Bears. And by the end of the game, we're, we're barely hanging on. Yep. I was, and like, the Zimmer years, it's, like, 24-7 at halftime, and then the final score is 24-10. to Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about how long ago it seemed that Dantzler stole the ball from Amir Smith-Marset. Like, that was this year. Yeah, it feels like last year. It feels like just, like, so long but that ago. That was, what, week four, week yeah, five? Yeah, I just Because I was watching some highlights, and I was like, well, fucking hey, that did happen. <laughs> Mir Smith-Marset went on to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> with, with the Kansas City And Dantzler, like, fell off. Kind of was replaced by Duke Shelley. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, I feel like, I don't know if we want to dive more into the recap, but we could jump into Brian Flores. Yeah, so we fired at Donatel. Took us a little while to do so. Yeah, and it was like... You kept going, okay, is it the scheme or is it the players? And then you look at the players, you know, these players aren't that bad. Unless they all fell off a cliff at the same time, like Kendricks and Hitman and Patrick Peterson. But, like, Peterson had a good year. Hitman had a pretty good year as far as interception totals, and I feel like he didn't blow a bunch of plays. Zadarius Smith fell off a cliff after, what, like week 10? Yeah, I remember we went over our, was it our defensive MVP, and you didn't pick him? Yeah. And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Because he had, like, seven sacks and... Yeah, he fucking sucked in the second half. I think he's banged up, but like, yeah. it just felt games. to me, if I had to pick one, the scheme was so bad. Yeah, he did not put the players in the right position to produce. You don't, you're not going to blitz Harrison Smith. You're, you just, what, I, you're to, just going to sit in shell coverage the entire and year. We definitely had, like, going in, our mentality was okay, make them hike the ball again. They'll make a mistake at some point. Oh. But then you play a team like the Giants did. They didn't make a mistake. They just were like, oh, this team's just going to let us go right down the field. Oh, it, that was like the key to beating the Vikings. Just play mistake-free football. Like, yeah, because our offense. defense was just going to give you yardage all day long. You know, if, you just, if you don't fuck up, we're not stopping you. Just throw slants. All, uh, slants and crosses all day. Anything over the, over middle, the middle. Over the middle all like, day. If you threw outside, we were pretty good. But anything inside the numbers, it was just brutal. It was hard to watch that defense. So I'm glad they fired up. And then we went polar opposite. Yeah, which makes you think. So it's almost like Kevin O'Connell didn't have a scheme in mind when he first like came here, that he was just looking for a good football coach and thought Ed Donatel was a good football coach. Well, you watch like you know where Donatel came from with Fangio. Like Fangio would bring the heat. Yeah, I mean a little. I mean more than Donatel did, not yeah, as much as Flores. Yeah, definitely does, not like. Uh, but Fangio would bring the heat. I and I don't. Fangio just seemed like a more aggressive in like a, at least they'd come up and pop a receiver or press a receiver or, it, Donatel just it was like the weirdest defense I've ever seen. Well, I think we played what like eighty four percent zone coverage, like yeah, 60% and a ton of four like quarters. So it's just like, it, but polar opposite with Brian Flores like that. I feel like every single Viking fan is ready to just. Blitz like I don't even care if we get PT. Yep. Fuck it. Play play man like man press and blitz. That's that's what we've been asking for all last season after watching Donatel get shredded. And we get <laughs> it. And Flores is one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. I mean, he should be a head coach. Yes, fact. I would have hired him over Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. Oh, absolutely. Uh even probably even uh Steichen probably gets the nod because he's an OC. Uh, in Indianapolis, but I would have probably hired uh, Flores over Frank Reich in Carolina, too. Did, did you see, just a side note, that the Eagles player that just fucking 
giving Gannon shit. Uh, Gardner Johnson. Yeah, yeah, because Gannon said something at the press conference. I think they probably asked him about his defense in the Super Bowl, which didn't play well. Yep. And then he just said, maybe you should put your players in like position to actually make plays or something. Yep. <laughs> it's like, ooh, not a good look for your Quick. new hire to get fucking ripped on by a former player immediately. Yeah, yeah quickly and, and quickly redacted. He quickly deleted that. Too. Oh, yeah? Yes. Just like Rashad Bateman ripping on the fucking GM. Yep. That was good stuff, too. Oops, can't say that? Okay, I'll be quiet. Yeah, but uh, it's still out there. Yeah, it's like doesn't matter screenshots how exist. Yeah. We know you said it. Uh, Anytime somebody, an athlete, tweets something, it doesn't matter how fast they delete it, it has already been screenshotted 150 times. Yeah, and what is deleting it going to do? Just leave it up. Nope. Um, so anyways, back it. to Flores. Uh, got a little scary there for a bit when all of a sudden all of our candidates were getting hired. Or dropping was, out. Or dropping out. It was like, uh, who's the... Uh, the dude that went to Carolina, Avero, or where the fuck is yeah, his name? Yeah, Avero from Denver. Yep. And then... Who else did we go after? Desai. Desai. Withdrew his withdrew, name. and he ended up going to uh, the Eagles, right? Just now? I, th- I think he's on the Eagles. Okay. Um, out early on there. Flores was getting interviewed by like multiple teams. Yeah. Head coach it came and- down to like Flores or bust. As soon as... Uh, how do you say his name? Avero? Avero. Avero went to the Panthers, which it sounds like they fucking paid him a shit ton. Oh, like, then that's why he didn't even interview with Yeah, them. I think they were like, oh, no, I'll pay you like twice what the Vikings will. And we're like, what the fuck's going on here? So it was a little worrisome that Arizona could hire Flores. And then it's like, so wait, Mike Pettin, is that the plan? Or do you just start the... Search over again? Yeah. Like, all right, reset. I, which I, I mean... Better I than Mike Pettin? Would, yeah. I Mike, if, if we would have hired Mike Pettin, that would have been like... I would have had to do some real mental gymnastics to spin that as a good thing. Yeah, there's no... I. It would have been tough. You probably would have had to convince me that it was a good hire because First, I probably would have taken me weeks myself. to convince myself. I mean, I'd have been like looking back at, you know, 10 years ago when he was some DC of some other team. I mean, Pettin was a hot coordinator for a while. God had a coaching job. But it's like, at some point, these guys' times just pass. And it's like, you just don't seem to be... And Flores just seems like... Like, it's the polar opposite. It's what we want. We want a blitz. So it's, I even like it more than, you know, because like even some of these other guys we're looking at are still Fangio guys. And it's like, I just want something totally different. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, any of our defensive assistant hires or anything We like hired, that. like, two guys, but I still don't know who, like, our... It seems like we're keeping a lot of the staff. Interesting. But, which is it's probably fine because... Like, they'll just teach the scheme that the DC wants you to teach. Like, they were, do, I'm sure they're doing whatever Donatel wanted. Yeah. I don't think they all came from pure Vic Fangio, Vic yeah. Fangio backgrounds, you know? So, and, uh, yeah, Flores also is a different, like, kind of coach than Kevin O'Connell, too, which yeah. is probably a good He's, thing. It almost seems, and again, I feel like it's hard to have, we don't see him or know him or anything, but, like, based on just, like, Interviews and stuff. Yeah, he seems like almost the opposite of Kevin O'Connell. Like much more quiet, intense. Like yeah. not rah rah. Like Kevin O'Connell's definitely more of a rah rah guy. And I, I don't know. I know O'Connell has a lot to do with the offense and with Flores being a former head coach. Like it's such a better hire. It, yeah, and it's just like, yo, that defense is yours. Yeah, like, I'm going to come over once in a while for the mm-hmm. most part, giving you my two cents, but like. That's your unit. It's very much when McVay was a first-time head coach and he hired Wade Phillips. Like, you're a former head coach. You've been in the league for this long. You know, take, take this defense and do what you, what you will. We hired Ed Donatel, who was basically Vic Fangio's right-hand man. So it's like, you've never even, like, 
led a defense. Nope. I know he's been a coordinator before. You've coached the unit, but you've yeah. never led the unit. Because he was Vangio's DC, right? Yeah. But it's like that's Vangio like the play. that's like hiring Mike Zimmer's DC, George Edwards. Nobody care about that guy. Nope. That guy never ascended to anything. You know, it didn't matter. Um, so, yeah, Flores home run hire. We almost struck out. We but yeah, it it, it was a three two count yeah. bottom of the ninth. <laughs> it was like this could get really bad. But uh, yeah, I mean, I. Too bad we didn't hire him last year. Yeah. Now we're a year behind the eight ball. Yeah. Would have been nice to... Uh, Just rotting away as the Steelers linebacker coach. Yeah. Well, and it's it's like... He got fired for like... It's, usually it's like, oh, he's a failed head coach. He wasn't even really a failed head coach. Yeah. He was a good head coach. That I would have kept him. I thought canning him for McDaniel, it was like, uh, you're probably going to take a step back because... Kind of did. I mean, they didn't really get any better. That's true. I know they had Tua hurt and all that stuff, but... But the defense definitely took a step back. Oh, I know they the, fired their DC, who yeah. I thought we would try to bring in. Maybe we still will, just because you'd think Flores likes the guy. Yeah, you would think. He was his DC. Uh, Flores, too. I mean, if we have a good year, he could be a one and done out of here. Which is too bad. Yeah. You don't even get comp picks, too, which I was bummed about. Because I was like, oh, okay, cool. You'll get the minority candidate comp pick. But they got to be on your team for two years. Maybe he doesn't like any of the uh, coaching guys. I, I mean, that could play. definitely happen. I mean, there's... There, D'Amico Ryans took like three extra years to go get a job. And like, I feel like he was just waiting for Houston. Like, that's like his dream job. Well, it's perfect. It's back to the team he drafted by. I mean, it makes sense. What, whatever happened to Gerard Mayo? Did he just still just hang out with the Patriots? With the Patriots. He must not interview very well. Yeah. Maybe a B enemy. Maybe maybe he's just too much of a hard ass. Yeah. Hmm. We liked him. We were big man. I like him. I'd, I'd bring him. Maybe that's, you know, Flores leaves, you bring in Mayo, you know, another Patriot guy. So, yeah, I mean, scheme-wise, get ready for a lot of man, a lot of blitzing, a lot of zero blitzes. It's exciting. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be, you know, it's it's instead of doing the whole, which even like Tampa 2, I remember, you know, under Childress and Frazier was Tampa 2, and it was like, the, the offense is going to know that we're in Tampa 2, but we're going to execute it so well, it doesn't matter. Yep. Which... For the most part, never works. But when you have a team with like Jared Allen, Kevin Williams, Winfield, like we had a really good team, then it does. Or e. Henderson, Chad Green. Yeah, or your the Buccaneers with Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp. Like if you have the horses to run it, it'll work. But when you have you know mediocre players everywhere, you can't just be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is just gonna know what we're in, yeah, and like, we're gonna stop him. Like the first year of like the Childress defense, it was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, you're, you're just getting shredded. <laughs> and now this is gonna be a we're gonna try to confuse the offense they're gonna think we're sending an all-out blitz and we're gonna back off or or actually even hey we're going into the week and we're playing the you know a team that runs the ball a lot let's come up with some good run like he actually talked about scheming four opponents not just i call cover four i call cover four and then i'm gonna call cover four again yeah like oh they run the ball a lot well let's get prepared to run some five two this week yeah it's it's a rookie quarterback maybe blitz him i don't know they're dumb they're young Fucking show them some stuff they've never seen before. Oh. Like, yeah, like throw the kitchen sink. Don't let Skylar Thompson just go. All right, I'm gonna throw this <laughs> yeah. over the middle. Yeah, We're making Mike White look like a superstar. Uh, Daniel yeah. Jones looking for forty five million dollars because he, he played two he, good games against us. Yeah, hundred percent. He needs to cut a check to Ed Donatel. Ed Donatel should be getting more than the agent gets for beating this average fucking quarterback paid a bunch of money. Although he doesn't win that playoff game and looks like a fool. He's getting the franchise tag and he's shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is 
Uh, well, it might cost them Saquon, so I'm glad it happened. Yep, yep. true. Because they probably would have long-term Jones had and lesser money and at yeah, least franchise franchise Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. Um, all right. So any other any other news that's happened since then? I mean, obviously the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That was you know fun that for was, them. That was great. Loved it. I like watching the Eagles lose. Yep. Uh, nothing. Yeah. I love watching the Eagles lose. I don't like the Chiefs. No. But I don't hate. I like Andy Reid. And I also don't care, which I think might be the opposite of some people, but I don't care when a team that's already won it wins it again. Yeah. I just... Same. As much as I like the Bills team, I don't want them to win. I and, don't want the Bengals to win. I don't want... And I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like... So when the Patriots were winning a lot when I was younger, I was like, ah, oh, fuck the Patriots. Right. But then it was like, all right, like this team's a dynasty. I'm just going to like respect the Green Anderson and, and watch Tom Brady do his thing. And that's kind of where I am at with the Chiefs and Mahomes. It's like, well, they're going to be good. And, yeah, I'd rather have them win four more Super Bowls before the Bills win one. Right. Like, as soon as the Vikings win one, I will be rooting for the Bills like crazy. Like, let's get them one, too. But not until... The Bengals. Yeah, the the Bengals, Bengals too. But until we have ours, fuck them. Yep. And then also fuck the Eagles. Like, as much as... Sure, they have one, but fuck the Eagles. Yeah. And I also hate Kyle Shanahan for some reason. I don't even know why. There's something about him. No, he doesn't, he doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't mind the Niners too much. Not a fan. No? Hate them. Interesting. Hate the Niners. I, I think they're just arrogant. They think they're just... I mean, they are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I do hate Nick. But I, I hate Nick Bosa. I know that. For whatever reason. I don't know why. I do hate Nick His Bosa. stupid brother. Do you see at the championship game when the oh, fans yeah. were heckling him? It's like... What did, what did the guy say? Ones. Yeah, what a loser. <laughs> like, that's such a bad look. The guy was like, something about getting fined, right? And he's like, I can pay those fines because I'm a millionaire. Oh, it's yeah. like, and that guy, the guy who's filming, it's like, so am I. Yeah, I, I gotta make money too. It's like, oh my God. It's, like, just and I hope, I hope that guy just has enough to just get a championship game and is poor as hell. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dude. Doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I'm rich too. I can say whatever I want. I'm rich too. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, Flores hired. We lost a playoff game. I mean, that's pretty much all that's happened. Yeah, the combine's going on right now, which combine's will bring us good into offseason yeah, talk. We'll, we'll, uh, Raiders cut Derek Carr, but yeah, that, that's that really the only other news that has happened. Rodgers went into a dark room for a while. Yeah, that What was, a fucking idiot. Thielen, Thielen's been doing the, uh, I don't know if you saw the players only combine. No. So on NFL Plus, there's like Kurt Warner, Steve Smith, and Thielen. Okay. And I think it was on there. Heath said that he thinks Rodgers is going to retire. And which I think would be sweet because they'd get no draft picks and horrible cap ramifications. But I also just traded for Rodgers in fantasy with you. Oh, yeah. It'd be a real bummer yeah. if I just gave you Delvin <laughs> Cook for nothing. Um, he's not going to retire. Which I then got ripped on for. <laughs> By Rob. What does he know? <laughs> Fuck Rob. Um, all right. Should we talk off-season sort of checklist, go through our free agents, go through our... Yeah, you know, that's funny. I don't uh, even remember making a checklist. so we'll We didn't. Go. I kind of thought, I was going through in my brain. We'd kind of make it as we go. Okay. And I was going to ask you, like, priority level. Like, we'll just go through position-wise. All right. So, All like, right. let's just. Oh, you, I, I feel like we always do this, and then in the end, we, like, cut some shit down. Yeah. I think like usually we go six. in with maybe, uh, like, a basis of what we think, and then we talk it through. But let's just start at the quarterback position. We have this Nick Mullins as a free agent. I'd bring him back. Sure. Doesn't really matter. Kirk doesn't get hurt. You got Kirk Cousins, one year left, and then a bunch of void years. This is where it gets interesting. This is it. Immediately, like, is that, like, that, like this. This is the biggest move of the off season right here. Is what do you do with Kirk Cousins? It's every off season because he refuses to sign a long term deal. I mean, good for him. 
He makes Smart. great make, money every year because he won't. So what would your number one option be with him? Um, knowing what I know now about how Anthony Richardson tested, and I don't think there's any shot at him sniffing, leaving the top eight. Yeah, at this point, I would say any of the top four falling to 23 is very unlikely. And I'm not a fan of Will Levis, honestly, so... I'm I get that. I don't, I don't think he'll fall anyways. Yeah. Like, even yeah, as you, I don't, I don't think thing. so. I don't think yeah. so either. You're and right. And then you You're get right. to the point where it's like, would you give up an additional pick to get up to that Justin Fields area, say one of them did fall? Take out your, like, the fact that you don't like Levis. Like, if the Vikings thought he had a chance to be a good quarterback, would you trade up for any of those four? I suppose taking my feelings out of it, yes. Like, so you probably got to give up the first from next year. Yep. And then Which maybe, I think is going to be a, probably around the same area. Early 20s. Hoping. Yeah, 32. Uh, so, um, yeah, you're basically giving up two firsts to go get, let's say it's Anthony Richardson. I'm doing that 100% of the time. But the, oh, I, would, I, would, I think I would do that too. But the problem is you kind of got to make a decision on Kirk before the draft. Oh, 100%. So, so at that point, you have to make the decision right now with how com- how much draft capital are you comfortable with giving up to go get, you know. Because what, what would you do with Kirk that would de- deter you from then taking a quarterback? A long-term deal. That's the only thing. You know, that's true. I think, I think even at a, three, a, a three-year deal, so adding two more years, I think you're still capable of going up and getting a quarterback – but you have to feel very comfortable about the free agent class that you just signed or that you're going yeah. to sign. That'd be tough to go have Kirk for three years and then you give up two firsts to go get a backup. That's, See, that's, it's, but, it, I mean, I, I feel like at that point, you, you, if they fell to you, I would take them. I can't give up. Like You're trying to win now if you, if you sign Kirk to a long-term deal. I personally would just not do anything with Kirk. Like, I would just not add years, I think. Yeah, I think... Either this dude's got to give me five years and give me really low cap hits, or I just maybe restructure his contract so that he's a lower cap this year, and then... Because is he just going to leave? Like, why... If, say his contract, so he plays this year, and then it voids, and he's, he's free agent. You think he's leaving if we offer him competitive money on the market? Just, is San Francisco on the door? Like, is that who we're bidding against? That's because, a good point. That's a good point. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you, you open up the opportunity for him to leave, I guess, which is a little scary. Because oh. then you could just be having nobody. Because San Francisco would, in my mind, have the cap and be right there on top of Kirk's list, I would guess. Yeah. I mean, And San Shan- Francisco's list. Yeah, Shanahan loves them. I mean, if they've moved on from Purdy and Trey Lance at yeah. that point. Um, right now, Kirk Cousins, $36 million cap hit, which is honestly not even that bad. Nope. Um, but they could do what they've done the last few years, which is add a year, add a year or two, whatever, lower the cap hit. Or you can just restructure you know, him. Who says, who says you can't do nothing and see how the draft board falls and then extend them after? So you can, but free agency would be over. So then which like, is, what are you doing with the money? Like, what's the point? Just to make sure you have them. Just, yeah, just going lot, forward. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the cap rolls over and going into the next offseason, you have more money to deal with, mm-hmm. too. 
Because the other option or is Or you to, have more money to extend Justin <laughs> Jefferson at that point as well. Right. Going, all right. There is a bunch of other ways to gain cap space too. So, like, you could just not touch his contract. Until yep. after the draft, like there's, it might it might not be an impediment of signing any free agents if you if you restructure choose, yeah. other stuff, you know. Because well, Brian O'Neill, I mean, we didn't know a couple weeks ago restructuring him opened up like ten million, and all of a yeah. sudden you found that out, and it's like, oh well. I mean, and I have full faith like, that Brian O'Neill will be a great player for the next five years. So it's yeah. like that doesn't scare me at all to move some of his money to the future. Yep. I mean, Kirk Cousins, like my number one <laughs> ideal thing would be. You don't do anything with his contract, and Anthony Richardson falls to us in the draft. Like that's the ideal thing. Or and then he sits or, for or a he year, fall, or he falls to like twelve, and you're able to trade up for him. Yeah, if if I if you could guarantee me that somehow we would end up with one of the four quarterbacks, I don't care which one. Okay, that's fair. And then Kirk plays next year at his current contract, and then he leaves, and then the rookie takes over. That's like the perfect thing. The problem is we drafted twenty three, and we're probably not going to quarterback. So. Then you could do that next year, like Kirk plays this year, leaves, and now you need to draft a quarterback. But now you really need to draft a quarterback. Yep. But it's also, I think, a, I'm trying to think of who the potential option is. Well, there's that really good guy. Caleb Williams, yeah. 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 I don't there's know what couple, else there is. But like, what's the free agent class, too? Because, okay, Kirk's going to be, he'd be, he's 35 now. 36. 36. Like, what if you just either sign Kirk back for another one year or a different quarterback for a year and then try to draft one? I mean, you're kind of at the end of Kirk's lifespan right now anyways. Yeah. So, I don't know. He probably has three good years left in him, I'd say. Oh, his style of play kind of makes me yeah. feel like he can play to 40. Yeah. But I, you know, he plays like Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan fell off a cliff. He plays like Philip. How old were those guys? 38, 39, 40. 38, 39, 40, probably. Matt Ryan age. 37. Oof. That happened fast. Yeah. How about Philip Rivers? I feel like Matt Ryan had a steady decline, though, and then he fell off a cliff. Yeah. But, oh, maybe that's just it, Kirk's, the way he plays does make me feel like the end is not near, but then the I mean, age makes me feel like the only guy who's ever really defied fucking father time is Tom Brady. Yeah. So, but I was, I mean, 35, he's probably got minimum two good seasons left in him, yeah. so... Um, your other option is to just dump more money into those void years, lower his cap number now. I don't gives really you more want money to do that. Yeah, I do think it's not as big of a deal as people think because next year we, without doing anything right now, we have ninety eight million dollars in cap space next year. Wow. And that's before cutting guys like I, I, I would think Thielen probably won't be on the team. I we could see Hitman not being on the team, like a bunch of that. So dumping an extra seven million into next year's cap. To save this year to go spend on someone yeah. doesn't seem like that big of a deal. I don't know. I still don't really know what I'd rank it. Number one is be lucky enough to draft a quarterback this year. Kirk plays this year. It's very much the Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith thing. Like yeah. they had Alex Smith, they drafted Mahomes, he sat for a year, then he took over. The only thing is we don't get to trade Kirk Cousins, I don't think. Because yeah, he'd just void and he'd leave. Otherwise, I mean I don't hate the idea of a short, like a three-year extension to lower his cap hits. And then I honestly don't hate the idea of restructuring him to just save cap. Like I don't, there's not really a bad thing. I don't even hate trading him. If the 49ers were like, hey, we'll give you Trey Lance for him, would you do that? I think so. Yeah, just to like, like start, start fresh. I feel like we're very pro Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And I, I think you can win a Super Bowl with him. Yep. But I think you have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl if you can find 
a Joe Burrow, a Patrick Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. But you can't find them if you don't try to find them. The 100%. So at some point, it's you got to take, you gotta take swings. But that doesn't mean I think Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback. You got Yeah. And, like, you got to take swings, but you can't take swings on, like, Christian Pond. Yeah, that's like, just to sucked. draft a quarterback. To yeah. Draft. Like, you can't just draft Hendon Hooker at 23 just to draft him at 23, Gross. in my opinion. I, and you can't just be like, get rid of Kirk Cousins because I want to be bad because that'll give me a better. Like, I don't think that gives you a much better shot either. Like, no. I don't. If you're getting someone like a Trey Lance in return, that's taking a swing to me. Yeah, because that, because, like, the. The upside just outweighs like the floor. Yeah, he opinion. could be terrible, but it is what it is. Yep. Like, but but if he's as good as he was as he's advertised, you know. Yeah. Coming out of college, yeah, you you have a better shot of winning a Super Bowl with him. So I'd take that chance. So I don't even know what you would put on the to do list. It feels like an. Option. I feel like it feels like it's an like a yeah. If I, the opportunity arises. And one of those four quarterbacks is either at on the clock at twenty three or in striking distance. I would be fully for going for him. Yeah, I feel like I still feel like deciding what to do with Kirk Cousins is like number one decision in that. But that also means like doing nothing. Like if yeah, we don't the, do anything with this contract, like that is a decision. Yeah, because there's also I just don't feel like there's a there's a I don't feel strong. There's a bad decision to be made. Like if you True. found out tomorrow we extended Kirk for four years and his cap number went from thirty six million to twenty million. Sweet, love it. Like that's sweet. Okay, we have a good quarterback for the next few years. It doesn't stop you from drafting one in the next few years. And if you found out that we just didn't do anything with this contract, okay. ah, sweet, cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's a big decision for Quasey, but as a fan, it's like I don't really like have a. I don't. I'm not attached to moving on from Kirk, and I'm not attached to keeping Kirk. Yep. So I don't know. I don't yeah, because like. He's a good quarterback, but we didn't draft him. Like we don't. Like, yeah, and it's not like he's. Yeah, it's not like you're at the end of his career. Like, oh no, we have to like let him retire as a Viking or like and, I don't. And like I love Kirk, but it's not like he's led us to three yeah. NFC title games. I think he's a very good quarterback, but he, again, he's not. He's in that second tier. No. So I want to find someone in the first tier, but I also don't want to just get rid of Kirk to do it. Um, I would. The one quarterback thing I'd be mad is if we were on the clock and like Richardson was there and we didn't take him. That would be a yeah. That'd be like, great, so we're just going to stick with Kirk, who's a good quarterback, but not ever take a swing on a new yeah. one. Like, like, wait, you don't think, like, Richardson's physical tools, like, you, you don't think you can at least do something with that? Like, yeah, the I, dude I, runs around, like, the dude can run around, and, like, that's a great asset to have. At he, worst, he's like what Justin Fields was last year. Yeah. A bad thrower who still can be productive because he can run. And, like, Jalen Hurts' second year. You yeah. know, he was, yep. he couldn't, he did not throw as well yeah, as it's he like did last year. The but. Bears are hoping that Fields takes that Hurts leap. Like, okay, you can run, now can you throw? And honestly, you have Justin Jefferson, who you just like, just throw the ball to him. Yeah. Like, what? So I would say the only bad thing would be an extension and then someone like Richardson sitting there on the clock at 23, and we don't take him because we just extended Kirk. Ooh, that would be tough. Like they're like, well, we're locked into Kirk for four years. We can't burn a quarterback here. Like that would that would be a bummer. Yeah. But I just the the chance of that happening seems so slim now after the combine. I just I could see them being like, well, we're not going to get any of the good quarterbacks. We might as well sign Kirk for another couple of years. Yeah. So and like with Richardson, it like especially if you sign Kirk to a four year deal, like that dude probably shouldn't play the first year. 
Yeah, no, it works perfect if you don't re-sign Kirk, you know? Like, if you just let him play out this next year, Richardson sits and learns. Like, that's literally the perfect scenario. If you, you can't, you can't make Richardson sit for four years, you've wasted his rookie contract. Like, that's just dumb. So, like the Packers did with Jordan Love. Like, that was a really stupid first overall, or first round pick. No. It just was. Because they wasted Rodgers four years. I mean, you would have taken T. Higgins instead. They, they probably beat the Bucks and go to the Super Bowl that yeah. year, you know? Because they actually had a receiver opposite of Adams. And they're not even getting the benefits of Jordan Love's rookie contract. Like, I think he's a free agent next year after this year. Yep, unless they decide to Keep pick his, up his... Which is probably like $15 because he was a first-round pick. All right, so quarterback, I don't even know what you put on a to-do list for that. I feel like, again, it's, it's make a decision. Make, make a decision on Kirk. Yeah, and I feel like that doesn't even like have to go on our no. On the checklist. again, it feels like, like an optional thing. Like, well, if if you feel you need more cap space, go ahead and restructure them. I guess I don't really give a shit. So let's move to running back. You got Madison for agent. I say zero percent chance he comes back. Yeah, I'd let him walk. We hardly used him. Yeah, hardly used him. I'm sure he's looking for a bigger role somewhere. Crowded running back uh, free agent class though. Like, yeah, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I bet Madison could start on a lot of teams. It's like, well. There's well, Josh Jacobs got tagged, right? Did they finally? Yeah, tag I think him? they said they were going to tag him. But you have Saquon, Miles Sanders is a free agent. Um, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. They're, they're not going to tag him. Wow. Yeah. Leonard Fournette yeah. is a free agent. There's a bunch yeah, there, of them. So are, like, there, there so like Madison is just kind of I feel like lost in the shuffle. But Joe like, Mixon might get caught. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I don't. I don't see him coming back. And then Cook. A lot of people talk about Cook getting cut. Yeah. I don't. I don't love that. I, my thing is like, do I think Cook is as good as he was? No. Is he still a good running back? Yes. And then what's your plan at running back? What's the plan? If you just say, all oh, right, I just don't like Cook anymore and I want to save, cutting him right now would save you $6 million What are you going to do? Sign Kenneth Gainwell and play him and Ty Chandler all year? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, or you're going to go spend on... Miles Sanders or Saquon or somebody else. Like Cook is better than Miles Sanders. Eagles yeah. didn't even use Miles Sanders in the Super Bowl. Saquon is much better than Cook, but do you want to go spend that much money on a running back? Clearly, the people that want to cut Cook don't believe running backs should be making fourteen million cap. Yeah. So, so they want to sign like Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, I just and and Kevin O'Connell barely like he doesn't use he didn't run the ball. I didn't think we ran the ball very well. Yeah. You know, so very true. Uh, maybe running back isn't a super important position in his offense, but you can't just have nothing unless you think Kane Wongwu and Ty Chandler are the future. Like, and then so you're gonna pay him. He's gonna still have eight million against the cap that you cut, and then you got to go find a new guy. It just seems fucking stupid. Just just keep him or restructure him. Yep. Because what he's got three years left on his deal. Uh, let me see. If you restructure him, you can save the same six million. And then he's got 2024, 2025, so two more years. But I'm sure the guarantees are almost down to nothing. Yeah. I think after the, this year. The dead money down. next year after doing a restructure would be $3 million. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I think, think all of, I think all of his debt, all of his guaranteed money is gone after this year. Yeah. So it, you're, you're, you're not hurting your future cap that very, very little by just restructuring him, saving a bunch of money, and using him. Yep. So I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I agree, because I'd rather pay him to play for us than pay him to play for somebody else. Yeah, and have no running back. And have no running back. Would you take B. John Robinson at 23? Yes. If we didn't have Dalvin? Oh, if we didn't have Dalvin, 100%. Yeah. What if you did have Dalvin? Sure. 
It would depend who else is on the board, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Um, all right. So running back, I, again, I don't think that's a to-do list thing. Yeah. That's just a – because unless they cut – Cook. Then there's a find a new fucking running back. Yeah, but as of now, like there's plenty of ways to make money, and I'm not worried you, about Dalvin's. Yeah, I mean, now. I, I, if I had to bet, I say I would say they just do a base to bonus restructure yep. and save some cap. He gets some money. It, it again, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, fullback Ham. What do we save if we cut him? Yeah, a lot of times I always cut him. <laughs> uh, Three million bucks. I, I, I bet we keep him. I, I don't. We think probably do. I feel like they like him, but like I just, I could, I could care less. Yeah. Like I could cut him. I just stop using a fullback. Yep. He barely plays. He plays a little bit, but yeah. we oh. do three wide a lot. Fullback screens. Yeah. You know what? I might cut him just to get rid of those fucking stupid <laughs> plays. He had a couple. He has a couple. He's a, he's a good fullback. He's a good player. I just. Yep. If you need to find three million bucks, right. CJ Ham's yeah, got there it. There you go. So uh, all right, let's go to receiver. I mean, a big thing on the to-do list is extend Justin Jefferson. Yeah, get him signed to a monster contract. Yep, I think Lock him up. Maybe that's number one. Yeah. And priority. that's not even like team building. That's just... Or like that's not like... He's on our team. But that's something that needs to be done like yep. ASAP. Yep. He's the best Pay, pay the man. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't want to hear around. him complain about money. I mean, Kwesi was like talking about he doesn't want to be the GM of this team without Justin Jefferson and how great Justin Jefferson is. So, I mean, it's pretty clear. I love listening to Quasi talk. By the way, like he's he's so well spoken, and he's just a joy to listen to. I know. Yeah, he did a bunch of interviews at the combine and stuff. It was nice. You know, they don't ever tell you like actual information though, and all the other stuff. But no, but it's just you know fun to listen to. Yeah. Uh, okay, then so Adam Thielen. Did you see the Star Tribune article that said he wanted a larger role? Oh, really? It's like, dude, you started every game. You just can't get open. And as much as I like Thielen, and you know he's a Minnesota guy and whatnot, but like he is, he dropped he, off a cliff. Yeah, he, like. he doesn't have much luck. Like he's a he's a good possession receiver, but like that's it. Yeah, he seemed like he struggled to separate, which I think Kirk really needs guys that separate. So his he has the second biggest cap hit on our team behind Kirk at basically just short of twenty million. I am probably cutting Adam Thielen. I, I I'd would ra- rather have KJ Osborne play over him. I'd rather have KJ Osborne and a rookie play over Adam Thielen. Yeah, like I ideally receiver wise, I think it'd be cool to either draft or sign someone to be the number two, yep. and then Osborne stays as the three, which would make Thielen the four, which means he got to cut him. No, oh, absolutely. And if you cut him, you save six point four million. So. Over $13 million still dead on the cap. But you can do the post-June cut, and you save $13.4 million. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I think that's what... Unless... It sounds like we're trying to, like, come up with something that works for both sides, but if he wants a larger role in the offense, like, I don't I, know how I, you can negotiate that. There's really, like... You didn't earn it. You're already competing with Jefferson, mm-hmm. and then... Hawkinson came in, and that dude's, like, really good. Yeah, much better than – and apparently better than you, Thielen. He's getting open. K.J. Osborne is uh, much is much better with the ball in his hands Younger, than Younger, cheaper. Faster. Like, yeah. It just – I don't – there's not a spot for Thielen anymore unless he was making, like, $4 bucks. And he makes nineteen million. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could probably be okay with giving him, like, six to eight. 
Yeah, like I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, six to eight. He's probably a little overpaid, but it's like he's been here. He's on our team, and he's earned it. I also would like him to be cool with um, the younger guys getting more time, and it sounds like he wants a bigger role. So now it's like this doesn't this nothing fits with Thielen right now, which sucks because he always seemed like such a team player. Yeah, and and now it's like, whoa, what about me? Yeah, I don't know. And his wife was complaining, like, I so I. I, I think know. his wife's filling his head with shit. Yeah, it's a shame. He's 33. Like, does he really think he's, like, still got the juice to be a top receiver? Like, isn't Julio Jones 33? I'd rather have Julio Jones on a $2 million deal than Adam Thielen. Julio Jones. Age. 34. 34. Still. That's know. crazy, though. Again, but I'd like, rather think have Think of Julio- how washed up Julio is. Like, Thielen, that's what happens when receivers hit 33 years old. Like, you're lucky you're getting 40 for 500 and four touchdowns. So, I don't see, again, this is more of a contract thing, not a to-do list thing, but, like, you're not having Thielen on a $20 million cap hit. I feel like Julian Edelman never made $40 million (laughs) or $20 million. Is it because he's white? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, So, yeah, I I would do the post-June cut and just get rid of him. Yeah. He no. just—he didn't play good last year. Yeah, and, he was and I hurt like Thielen. most of the he years. Just, yeah, he's just not—he's not at the Adam Thielen that he, we that yeah. we knew and loved. Yeah, it's he's just, just at some point you got to admit, like, okay, this guy's not not up to up to par. If if he was willing to restructure down to like like you said, six to eight million, sure. But I just have a hard time believing he would do that. So at that point, you got to cut him. You bring up KJ Osborne as your number two, and then I think one of the things on the do list would be find a receiver. Yep. Whether that's signing like an Odell Beckham or a DJ Chark or I forget who else is out there. It's not a great receiver. I mean, like Jacoby Myers, but they're all going to get overpaid probably. Yeah, and like Juju's going to get overpaid. Juju's going to get paid. he's like, I don't know, I uh, was looking at his numbers last year with the Chiefs, and oh boy, not would not pay Julio over like $4 million. Juju, Yeah. Well, who did you I said Julio. Say? Oh no, Juju, because he, uh, I think he had like three games over a hundred yards. He's very and much an underneath. He doesn't go down the field. Like two, like most of his games were two for thirty. Yeah, like Thielen. Like he, <laughs> he's Thielen. It was Adam Thielen. <laughs> Adam Thielen esque. I mean, my favorite's Odell. I think that would be like That'd he be he fun. played in the Sean McVay O'Connell offense. He was good in it as the number two. As the number two to Cooper Cup, like it's the same role. And he's an LSU guy, so clearly him and Jefferson would be boys. Uh, he's not cut yet, but it sounds like Corey Davis might get cut. That's an interesting I'd, one too. I'd like Solid that. Number I'd, two. I'd take him. Yep. Yeah. The 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 the. I guess, what do you call it, the players that are cut market? Yep. That'd be one where I think finding a receiver that can, even if it's a receiver that can just compete with KJ Osborne, like maybe they don't even win it. Like DJ Chark, like he's not a great receiver. Maybe you sign him and then KJ Osborne beats him out and he's just your third. I still feel like that trio is better than Thielen. Or, uh, you know, Elijah Moore doesn't uh, play a lot with the Jets. Maybe yeah. they're open to trading him and you can trade a mid-round pick for him mm-hmm. or, you know, like a third or something like that. Because I'd trade... I I know we what have a first and then a third. Yeah, we only have five picks right now. Yeah. yeah, so I guess it's kind of tough to maybe give up that third to go get. But like more, if but a third for more, I'd do it because I think so, better than any receiver lottery ticket you're taking. I was in just the third, gonna say so. that too, and still yeah. on the rookie deal, so it's just kind of. Yeah. I, I would be. How open are you to drafting a receiver in the first round? Very open. Oh yeah, so am I. Very open. As much as the defense needs help, 
it's like if it, if the top of the board's a receiver, like, and I like Jordan Addison, I like uh, there's no, Jackson Smith. There's and nothing Jimbo. wrong with adding the year strengths. Yeah, so, absolutely nothing. And I also don't feel like like I do like KJ Osborne. I don't think he's. I kind of think he is what he is. Like he's a very solid fringe two three. Yep. But if you want to be in the lead offense, like adding, like you know, the Bengals have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Yeah. So who's also uh, probably going to get cut? That's not a bad one. I mean, because KJ Osborne could be the Tyler Boyd type, and then you find that number two that can really help get coverage away from Jefferson. No, like so. KJ Osborne's the number two receiver on a bad team. Yeah. But he's a number three receiver on a good team. Yeah. So you don't like as much as yeah, I like KJ Osborne. I don't. I don't want him to. I don't want to go in and see him be like, "Yep, that's our number two. We do not have to worry about that spot." Yeah, that seems like you're overrating KJ Osborne if you're like, "Oh, we're all set." Yep. You know, if we go into next year, let's say we get rid of Thielen and it's sort of Jefferson, Osborne, uh, Rager, Naylor, um, Hawkinson, like that offense will score points, but it's sort of just going to be kind of more what we were this year. And I, cause I don't think Thielen really moved the needle much at all, but if you want to actually continue to improve it, yeah, it was really, I think you just, need to add a player. It like, was really just a two man system. It was Jefferson and Hawkinson. When yeah. We the football. I mean, there's a clear reason that we went out and gave up a bunch of stuff to go get a, a, a receiving weapon. It's because Thielen was not getting it done. Well, no one else could get open besides Jefferson. So yeah, I think, I don't know how high we'll, we'll kind of, well, we can maybe rank them at the end, but finding a number two receiver, I think is a definite thing on the to-do list. Yep. So, uh, tight end, speaking of tight end. Extend uh, him. TJ Hawkinson. That's, yeah, that's, that's your number two extension priority, I'd say. is like, get Jefferson done, get Hawkinson done. Hawkinson seemed to love it here. Are, were Jefferson and Hawkinson in the same class? No. So, Hawkinson has his fifth-year fifth option. option Jefferson yep. still hasn't even got to that yep. yet. Yep. We don't actually have to extend Jefferson yet. We just no. should extend him. Hawkinson, you do really need to because he's got the one year left. Jefferson has two years left, right? Because of the fifth year option. Yeah. Yep. So because oh, he's entering his fourth season. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna lose Irv Smith. I can't imagine any scenario he comes back. Like well, can I you? can, I can if he only asks me like two him. and a half million dollars. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. Well, I, I mean, he that. he. The thing that he has going for him is he was a second round pick and he's like still 25. Because, I mean, there's talent there. I think someone's going to take a flyer on him and pay him more than we would to be our backup. Yep. And I think some shit team will give him a starting job. Yep. Or at least, which the, will be, which at will least, be cool. at least the ability to compete for a starting job. Yeah. You come back here, you're Hawkinson's backup. So he's not coming back here. Like, that would be weird. I mean, if he did. And also, I don't know. Is that role even maybe just Johnny Munt it, you know? Bring back Johnny Munt. That was fine. Yeah. I don't think there's much to do with the tight end position besides extend Hawkinson. What a great trade, by the way. Fantastic. Has the trade worked out better? I mean, you talked about him when we traded for him, like he was an elite tight end, and I think I was kinda like, eh, you know, not quite. That dude's an elite fucking tight end. He's so good. So good. Like I, I don't like be a really good blocker, a uh, very good pass catcher, as we saw. Yeah. Like he leaves a he left a little bit to be desired, too, because he dropped some passes. He had some like, early Whoa. drops, which I thought he cleaned up a bit. And everyone keeps saying he didn't do that with Detroit. So maybe it was just some early, like, you know, fucking jitters or something. Because, like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that drops balls, you know? So I just... It, it, best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey. Second best tight end in the league? Mark Andrews. You're taking Andrews over Hawkinson? I think so. Okay. I mean, I, is there a debate there? 
Could you argue Hawkinson? I don't think you could right now. Okay. I think after next George year. George Kittle? The problem is Andrews and Kittle were like hurt a shit ton, so it's hard to like argue. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think, I think. Is he at the bottom of that pack? So yeah, like I think Waller, f- Kittle, Hawkinson, like that's like kind of a group, but he's at the back of it right Yeah, I would say so. I, I would say after last year with Waller not like being hurt all year and, definitely, and not producing what he was playing, yeah. he's probably ahead of Waller. But yeah, he's in that that. Class. And also, if you're starting a team, you go on Hawkinson because he's 25. I mean, Waller's yeah, yeah, 30. You're, pro- you're probably going Kelsey first because Kelsey's it's like, 33. well, starting a team, I'm probably trying to win now. Yeah, Kelsey, and then yeah, it's probably Hawkinson if you're starting a team because he's 26, 25, 25. Uh, he turns 26 in July, and so he's got. I mean, I wonder what the uh, what kind of contract he's going to get. Top dollar. It's what, gonna be like fifteen million a year. Who was the one that just signed? Was it Waller that just signed an extension? Yeah. I'm gonna pull up what his extension was because, like, but it's gonna it, it's probably gonna lower his cap number this year because he's on a fifth year option, which is probably like fifteen million dollars. Because he was what was he like the twelfth pick in the draft or something? Eight. He was the eighth pick in the draft. Yep. Fucking, fucking Detroit. Second and a third. That team sucked for years, and then they. Draft tight ends like every other year. Who was the one? It was Ebron. Brandon Pettigrew? Brandon fucking Pettigrew. <laughs> uh, so Waller averages 17 mil a year. I would say it's going to be around there, yeah. Yeah, Kittle's hit 15. I mean, Kittle's 30 also, jeez. Uh, Mark Andrews, 14 mil a year. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be somewhere between. It's probably going to be. I don't know why he wouldn't get what Waller got. Yeah, I think it's going to be bigger than Waller because Waller was younger, but he also produced more before he got the money. It's going to be, what was Waller's contract? Four for 68 then? Four for 70? So he signed this last year, right before the season started. It was three for 51. Three for 51. Yeah, so like four for 70? Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping it's a four or five year deal. I would rather fuck around with a three. Five for 90. Yay or nay? What is that per year? 18, 19? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. No. Nope. Backloaded? 18, 18 mil? Yeah, five for 90. I, mean, I, think, I, think that, I think you traded a second or a third. You can't let him leave. Yep. And he performed awesome. I think five for 90. I think you, as the Vikings, you just approach him and be like, here's five for 90. Does that work? Okay. How do you want it structured? <laughs> he's and he clearly liked it here. He wants to be here. He's from Iowa. Like he's go, a Midwest I go five guy. Five for one hundred. Yeah, let's get, get him triple digits. You know, let it ride. Uh, as much as I'm bummed, we don't have a second round pick. Like Hawkinson's your second. That's round the pick. thing you got. And you've got to use them. You got to keep <laughs> thinking about it that way because it, if you guaranteed me Hawkinson, I take him in the second every single time. I'd take him at twenty three every yeah. single. Like yeah, if we would have yeah. not traded twenty three, or if we would have not traded second and thirds, and we just traded twenty three for Hawkinson, that'd be a, still a good deal. Yeah, so it would be a little upsetting because the Lions would have six, <laughs> yeah. eighteen, and twenty three, and it'd be like, oh boy, what? Why did they trade him? Did they? I think what I think they don't think they were going to be able to extend him. I think that's what it. But like, what's their cap situation? To me, it might have been a thing where like they have a belief that they don't want to pay a tight end. You know, like otherwise, I don't. They have twenty two million this off season and a hundred and twenty two million next. There's no reason they couldn't have extended. Yep. So to me, it must have been a 
organizational belief that tight end is not a position you should spend money on. You really think Dan Campbell, as a tight end, is going <laughs> to say we should not be spending money on tight ends? You, you know what? He would know more than anyone. You know, Maybe he's like, no one at my position deserves to be paid. We do nothing. Yeah, he's probably like, I made $16 million total dollars my entire nine-year career. It's, you can just play me there and you would have been fine. It's so weird. Does anyone seem more like a Dan Campbell guy than TJ Hawkinson? No. 25-year-old, like like blue-collar, like going to get in there and make the tough catches and stuff? Like Bizarre that they just didn't want him. And that offense would have Jamison Williams, Amon Ra, and TJ Hawkinson. Like what? That's more firepower than the Vikings. That's one of the best offenses in the league. I don't, but whatever. But led by Jared Goff. We, they better hey, hit no, on those actually, picks. They better actually, hit on those picks. No, I can't. I can't bash Jared Goff. Like he played well. He played well, played well for seventeen games. You know, I'll give the man his credit. Quality player. All right, so tight end. Uh, Really nothing to add to the list except just extend extend uh, Hawkinson and then collect that comp pick for Irv Smith. You know, Irv Smith still only 25 also. Was he in the same draft as Hawkinson? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was Font. Hawkinson, Font, and Irv. Irv. Font. Oof. Also a disappointment. Yeah. Dude's supposed that to be like dude an athletic block, freak. And he's but he doesn't want to block. Terrible player. All right. Let's go to the offensive line. Um, Is this like one of the – I mean – we still have a needed offensive line because of the Bradbury situation. Yep. So we'll do, we won't go position by position because, I mean, adding depth this offseason is obviously something yeah, you want We don't to usually go that into detail on our to-do list as far as like, oh, add a fucking swing tackle. No. But uh, you are losing Ole Udo. Um, that's it. If your name's and not Bradbury. Garrett Bradbury, I really don't care if you're back yeah. or not. I mean, 100%. Like, like I, Udo, come back. Udo, don't come back. I could give a shit. Yeah. Bradbury. Oh, and uh, Schlotman's also a UFA, which is interesting because I thought he filled in well. Yep. Chris Reed did not fill in well, but it was tough circumstances. I think he came in the middle of the Packer game. Yeah. But how upset would you be if they let Bradbury walk and they brought back Schlotman as the starting set? I wouldn't be upset because that just means that Kevin O'Connell thinks that they're... He can do... Yeah. They're similar. Yeah. yeah. Bradbury had a good season, I thought. Yep. But when Slotman came in, I didn't think there was a huge difference. And, yeah, so... I'd love to bring Bradbury back, though. Like, I would be totally for it. I think he played well enough to earn a contract. You'd have the same five starters. They're all relatively young. They could continue to grow. Like, you'd have the same core group. But if, like, for some reason, either we don't value Bradbury or he thinks he's better than he deserves, like, I'm not brokenhearted if he leaves. I, I saw... They were valuing him at like what three for nineteen or whatever, like I think Spotrack was okay. So like I I like that I I'd resign him at that. I would absolutely do that. Like that seems like a, a he was a above average center. This I year. think anything over three for twenty four is where I'm like all right. So I think like that eight mil a year is around where like the cut. Let's see what. Uh, point. Oh, he's not even in the top hundred on PFF. Jesus. Oh wow. Oh wait, no, this is cutting off at twenty five. Because they did contract uh, contract rankings for everyone, so I was going to see what they had for him. Centers. Ethan Posick's out there. Would you rather have Ethan Posick? They have him at three years, eighteen point seven five million. Is that similar to what you just said? Yeah, yeah so it's I, an I average of six six and a quarter a year. Like yeah, so I, I'm I'm taking Brad. If that's a again relatively what his contract's going to look like, I want Bradbury back. Mm-hmm. And the 
Only reason I'm fine with taking Schlotman over that contract is if we spend that money elsewhere. elsewhere. Yeah, if we're like, hey, if that Schlotman money can give going- us eighty percent of what Bradbury can, and now we can go sign a wide receiver too. If that money gets us Odell Beckham and we're bringing Schlotman mm-hmm. in for like three million dollars, yeah, I'll do that. But if we, you know. Don't re-sign Bradbury and then sign Ethan Posich to relatively the same deal. It's like, ah, I think I would have rather had Bradbury. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I, that's a thing where it's like, I'd rather have Bradbury. But I'd I'm rather not, have the known than the unknown. Yeah, but also, like, Ethan Posich, fine, you know. They're what I don't want to same, happen... They're probably the same player. What I'd worry about, I mean, PFF has him the 58th overall free agent, and Bradbury's 91st, so they oh. like Ethan Posich quite a bit. Oh, so maybe I should just... Foot, meat, mouth. To me, like the, the to-do list is either re-sign or replace Bradbury. Yeah. You can't go into next season with what? Chris, Chris Reed, Reed or a, a rookie third? Because I don't want to take a first-round center. center. Fuck that. Um, so, yeah, it just – I'm all for bringing Bradbury back at a reasonable contract. Yeah, so I guess uh, re-sign or replace Garrett Bradbury. Yeah. I mean, offensively, that's really the only two things you have to do. Add a receiver, figure out your center position. Yeah. There's, you know, there's contract stuff and blah, blah, blah. But really, those are the two things. To keep your offense humming. Humming as it, as it yeah. yeah. I as mean, maybe. Running they, as a well-oiled machine. Maybe they could find some gem center. And like, I know like everyone wants them to draft the gopher guy. But yeah. It's like, but he's they, also people 25. Just love, people just love to draft gophers but all the time. So I don't really understand. Even though I did see uh, in one mock draft, he did go in like the first round to... Uh, Forget what team. See, that's like I would. That's where I would be like, God, really? We just fucking burn another first when you could have just re-signed Bradbury. And it maybe this guy's a uh, way better, you know, like an actual road grader, like Jason Kelsey or something. But you're gonna take your first on a center. I, I'd rather just re-sign. Bradbury was here. fine. I also, I you know, Bradbury was a former first round pick. He's upward trend. Like yeah. I'd like to see him continue. Maybe he. It's just getting better with yeah, age. Yeah, maybe he's just getting... I mean, it sometimes it takes longer than it does for other people. So it'd be interesting to see if he just continues lo- Looking back, last offseason, I wish we would have picked up his fifth-year option. Yeah, it would have been easier. We had another year under our belt to see how good he is, yeah. you know, to see if this was a... You know, and we even talked about last year. I think we were at the point where we're like, okay, we've heard the talk every year. Oh, Bradbury's going to turn the corner. Bradbury's going to get better. And we were like, I don't even know if I believe anymore. You better bring in someone that can replace him. And then we didn't, and it was like, oh, Kevin O'Connell's drinking the fucking Bradbury Kool-Aid. Oh. And then he actually was right. Like, Bradbury played very well. Oh. He's never going to be like a, you know. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, he's never going to be a, like some stalwart stonewalling, you know, Akeem Hicks. But he, I don't remember there being a bunch of interior pressure like the other years. So I think he very much improved. So bring back Bradbury. Yep, just get, like we said, get better guards around him. So And like, that. Ezra's getting better. Ingram's young, getting better. Ingram you have the book and tackles Udo. already. Like, there's no reason that this same starting five couldn't come back and you you get even better because they just continue to play together. Yep. Um, all right, so offensively, I think we basically just have wide receiver. Continuity. Continuity, not camaraderie. Yes. That's a, that's a long <laughs> callback years ago. Back when we thought we also had a – who was it? We drafted Wyatt Davis, I think. No, that was even before, before Wyatt, Davis, Wyatt right? Davis. I don't even left know tackle. Who, who was the left tackle? Wouldn't have been Darasa. Who was our left tackle before? Matt Dar- Khalil. No, no, that was it. Who was who was our left tackle before? 
Like it was Brian O'Neill and who? Riley Reef. No. Riley Reef. Was it Riley Reef? Was that the Riley Reef free agency? Yeah, that would have been. Did we bring in Reef and Kirk? Well, we got Kirk Mike Remmers. It was Kirk then, yeah. Okay, yep, because it was the Reef offseason, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so that's offense. Do we want to hit a break or dive right into the defense? Yeah, let's take a break real quick. Okay, let's hit a break here, people. All right, we'll jump into the defense. Uh, edge, yeah, rusher. Should we do that? Start there? We start with Daniil and Zedarius and... Yeah, and make our way down. First off, you know, we have Flores now. Like, do Daniil and Zadarius fit the Flores defense? I don't think both of them do. Yeah, I, I think it's one or the other. Yeah, I think one, like, pure pass rusher fits. But then the other guy needs to be more of a can cover a little, can blitz a little, can do a little of everything. And I feel both of them can't cover. Yep. So to me, one makes sense, two doesn't. And... Honestly, Zadarius is a very easy cut. Right now, he's fifteen point five million. He makes the most sense because, like, the upside of Zadarius Smith is last season. Yeah, I mean, on it, like, if he stayed healthy and he was good, like, he was a very impactful player. But he's thirty one. He's gonna get banged up. Like, he just really fell off. Yeah. And for fifteen million, you can cut him and you save twelve of that. So that instantly opens up twelve million of cap space. And I just, I, I, I could see us going and signing a Flores-type guy, you know? Yep. Uh, like that Van Ginkle guy that plays for the Miami Dolphins that's a free agent. Like, he's not a household name. He's kind of a, but he's a jack-of-all-trades. You know, like, that seems like more of what we need in this defense rather than just two guys that rush the passer. And, like, you almost need two or three of those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Not just... Like to fill in like the edge spot, but also as the middle linebackers, they also have to be jack of all trades. Because they're asked guys. to blitz a lot. I mean, it's they're not asked like to last cover season. and man. Yeah. Like, so there's a lot of, that you need to be, and you need to be also like super intelligent because you have to. It's not just play quarters every play. It's you're going to be blitzing. You're going to be covering. You're oh, it's a different. Now you got to go man up against a line or a tight end or something. So, I mean, I, not that Zarius isn't smart. I'm sure he could do it, but. It's a different type of player. Yep. And Zedarius is he can move all along the line as a rusher. But I don't want to ask him to, to cover. And I don't want to ask Daniel to cover. Honestly, I thought we made Daniel cover too much last year already. And he sucked at it because yep. he's a 4 3 DN. I mean, basically. Uh, so I would think cutting Zedarius. Uh, Daniel Hunter, his cap hit's only 13, but his contract voids after this next season. So it's like, do you want to extend him? I'd be open to extending. Here's the thing. Our defense has no good young players. Yep. Like, the offense has Darasa, Jefferson, Brian O'Neill. Like, even Ezra Cleveland's like an up-and-coming, like, oh, this guy could be our starting left guard for the next eight years. Yep. Who the hell is that on the defense? You. Our it's young, funny because, you know, before... TJ Hawkinson. Don't let me forget him. Yeah. Before, it was always like... The other you know, way. D- D- Daniil's still... Daniil's yeah. 25. Kendricks is 26. Hitman. Hit- Xavier Rhodes. Trey Waynes. Like, we were... Anthony Barr. It was... It's just flipped. Like, that defense got old, and we never replenished it because Jeff Gladney was a miss. Mike Hughes was a miss. Uh... Lewis Seen got hurt his first year. We don't know Andrew about him. Andrew Booth was hurt his Andrew first Booth year. Andrew Booth was like... And, when our defense was really good, we were so busy replacing the offense and yep. getting that, you know, it's up hard. And running. It's hard to build both sides at the same time. Like yeah. we started spending picks on Jefferson, 
a center, a left tackle, a right tackle, a left guard. I mean, our offensive line alone is a first-round pick, a second-round pick, a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a second-round pick. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to replace your defensive players. But you still have people saying that yeah, we don't We don't invest. invest enough, yeah. Two first-rounders and three second-rounders. Uh, not enough. Not enough, yeah. Spielman ignored the offensive line. Just ignored it. Uh, and then, still you know, you spent a first on Jefferson. You spent, I think that's, I mean, well, I mean, you traded a pick for Hawkinson now. Yep. That's a second guy. Just it, spent a second on Dalvin. Yeah, yeah. You just you just spent haven't a third on Madison. Who are the defensive players that we've taken in the first or second round in the last five years? It's a bunch of corners that didn't fucking work. Yep. Um, honestly, that wouldn't even be a bad. And thing Cam Bynum. <laughs> well, he was like a fifth round pick though, right? That's true. That's uh, true. Vikings draft history. Because so, yeah, like we drafted like a bunch of tweeners and everything on defensive line that never ended up panning out. And it's like Jalen Holmes and shit. So like last year was clearly the first attempt to like try to replenish it with Scene and uh, Booth. Yep. The year before, our first defensive player was Chaz Surratt. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was a third rounder. The year before that, Jeff Gladney we took in the sec in the first Rest along with Jefferson, and then we didn't. It wasn't until the third round Dantzler. Year before that, we went Bradbury, Irv Smith, Madison, Drew Samia. Cam Smith, linebacker, fifth round. Oof. Year before that, Mike Hughes, fail, and then it was Brian O'Neill. Year before that, Dalvin Cook, Pat Elfline. Year before that, Treadwell and Alexander Madison. Or, I mean, Matt McKenzie Alexander. And then you're back to the fucking Trey Waynes draft. So, like, after the Trey Waynes, Eric Kendricks, Daniil Hunter draft, Stefan Diggs, ridiculous. We basically have drafted those two corners, Hughes and Gladney. And they both and then tried hitting on the middle round guys. Yeah, and we haven't signed anyone real. I mean, like Delvin Tomlinson. He's I think he's like relatively young, so that was yeah. decent. I, but and we signed you know Patrick Peterson on his last. Yeah, a bunch like, of you know an older old. guys. Yeah, so Harrison you, Phillips. You know is what? Yeah, I like I him. Mean, he's mid, middle age. Yeah, in like NFL. Delvin Tomlinson's twenty nine. Phillips is twenty seven. So he's like he's like our youngest starter. It's it's weird how it flipped like that. Our defense has no building blocks. Kind of you know it's just. Vets. After this year, you're I, depending on like who you draft and who you sign. You're really hoping it's Booth, Scene, Phillips, and Dancer. Asamoah, I think, uh, has oh, a yeah, very Asamoah. good chance to yep. be. Yeah, you're at some point the the changing of the guards got to happen. You know, yep. so and you can even take Dancer out and Asamoah, Scene, Booth, and uh, Harrison Phillips. Like that's that's a nice start. Mm-hmm. That's a nice start. And you hold I think you know, fits well with Brian Flores. Oh, absolutely. The speed that he can blitz. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you really need Lewis Seen to hit. That was a first round pick. Booth, I hope, you know, like you got to get some of these hits to hit. But, anyways, back to the edge. So, Daniel Hunter has one more year. I just think it'd be nice to re sign him because you don't have pieces on defense. So, yeah. if you could get him long term. What would you trade him for if somebody came asking? I'd want a first. One first. I don't think I'd do it for a second. What I'd rather it, just keep what it. What if it was a uh, top 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 forty? So, so like, like the thirty three pick 40. or something? Yeah. Thirty let's call it like thirty seven. So you trade him and then who's your pass rushers? Patrick Jones and DJ Wanham? And then whoever Let, let's say signs, what what Trade Daniel Hunter and you're able to draft like Trenton Simpson from Clemson at 37 or whatever. Isn't he more of an inside linebacker? He's not really an edge no, guy, is no, he? Nolan Smith okay. then from Georgia. 
Yeah, I mean, I would do that. That's sort of like trading Diggs and drafting Jefferson. I mean, you hope you hit on the player, but, you know, if you don't, then it doesn't work. If it, you do, then it's great because it's yeah. cheaper, he's younger, it's better. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with that. I just... I don't see that really yeah. happening, but... I, do you think Daniel Hunter fits well with Flores? I think... Like, what did Flores prioritize in Miami? So, J- I'm trying to think about Jalen Phillips. He was, he was a... Isn't he more of a five-tech, like, hand in the ground? Or is he... No, no he's, edge. A, yeah, he's, he's edge. edge. And they... Drafted him in the first round, like yeah. that was a priority to get him. So, so yeah, I, Wilkins I, is more of their inside guy. Yeah, I, I yeah I I think the Jalen Phillips is uh, is the right comment. Yeah. And again, they the, they drafted Jalen Phillips in the first round. Yeah, so. with Flores as head coach, so clearly it's not something where he's like, I don't need talented pass yeah, rushers. Like he 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 drafted one. So yeah. I think yeah, I would just extend Hunter. I'd cut Zary Smith, Patrick Jones, and even if want him, whatever. I mean. You kind of also have to plan, like, what if Flores isn't going to be here next year? Like, yeah. You, you're going to need a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Pass rushers are always good in the NFL. That's what kind of sucks, too, is, like, you know, Andrew Booth. I don't know. Is his, I feel like, is his skill set man? He can play man. He can play man. But I think Donatel clearly liked, oh, I think I like his zone ability, too. Yeah. But then you immediately fire Donatel and bring in a man guy, and it's like, okay, I don't know. Like, does Dantzler fit now? That's the, does, does Booth fit as well, or would you have taken... I think who's in another corner around that area, but you can't. I think nothing you can da- do about I think it. Dancer can be fine. I mean, he's long, he's, got he's size. sticky. Yeah, yeah, like I think, you know, he just hasn't been asked to do much. But I bet he, I bet he can play man. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... maybe not at a high level, but mm-hmm. you know, cornerback two, sure. Yeah, I mean, we have bodies at corner, but although we, Patrick Peterson and Duke Schiller are both UFAs, so it's a little. Well, I don't think to... Shelly fits anymore. He's such a Shelly hater. Yeah. He's got that dog in him. He's tiny. Tiny. Well, he'll tiny. Be, he's slow. Wow. I'm bringing Duke Shelley back. That guy was a stud. Uh, anyways, back to Edge. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's not much to do here. We both think not, that should cut I'm not having a 5'9 outside corner rack. Get <laughs> out of here. He played well. Remember Antoine Winfield? Played inside and out, I guess. Yes, yeah, he but. played well. Better in the slot, though. Yeah. And like I'm you're talking, gonna compare I'm Duke ta- Shelley to Antoine Winfield, get out of I'm here! I'm talking man. Duke Shelley as like not your starter, as you know, as your backup. He's gonna cost like nothing. Well, you gotta be a, mm, sure. Played great. Four. Played great. He's got more heart than Cameron Dantzler. Get out of here. Um, okay, so yeah, we, we're good with Edge. Yeah, I I think that's a a position I would definitely consider in the first round of the draft. Yeah, and even and it's trading up into the second. I I can definitely see us like trading down. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure we will. It's a, it's a good edge class. And then if you do cut Zedarius and don't extend Hunter, you could be looking next year with nothing, yeah. you know? So it's definitely something you got to re but then also restock the cupboard. Yeah. Like you could go find I one. I just hate building a defense like in free agency. Well, I hate building anything in free agency. Like this defense was built through the draft and now it's, it's time is over. And our offense is now built through the draft, except for basically Kirk Cousins, you know? Um, and I Everyone's guess trading. overpaid. Everyone's overpaid. Um, okay, so how about you want to go interior D line now? Yeah. Um, so Tomlinson Harrison. will be a free agent. Yep. But we pushed back his void day, which makes me think they're definitely trying to keep him. Because if you if you extend him, 
the void money is like two million. If he walks, you owe him seven to not play for you. Yeah, they moved it back from what March first to March fifteenth. Yeah, you don't do that if there's not negotiations going on. Like if there's no talks, Delvin Thompson's going. Wait, I'm not. And, and it clearly means like we're in the same ballpark. Yeah, it feels like it's got to be close enough that both sides were like, "Hey, we just need a little more time to work through this." Which also gives me the idea that you know the Vikings will probably cave. Like if it's like, like, <laughs> yeah, like we're not going to lose them. I think you like, know what if, I mean? like if they're close enough and it's like, fuck, I really didn't want to go there, but like we were prepared to go there. Like final say, like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. I mean, you'd have to think, God, <coughs> Kevin Durant is so good. Um, you'd have to think that, um, I don't even know where I went. Durant's awesome shot just distracted me, but uh, Delvin Tomlinson, I think he's a great fit. With Brian Flores, he needs some big beef. Like he like six five. Like I don't know if he's even six five, but he's, he's beefy. Yeah, he he can two gap. He can hold blocks. You know what I mean? It isn't. We're not looking for a uh, a Sharif Floyd or like a, a three. A, you know, Kevin would be fucking good as a five tech actually. But uh, a smaller like you know penetrator. He wants guys that hold blocks. So Tomlinson Phillips, that's a great start. Like that would be perfect for him. Uh, you don't have. I don't know if. Like, Tomlinson, he's a decent pass rusher. He's definitely not like Christian Wilkins, I don't think. Like, he's poor man's version of that, I guess. Yeah. It would, It'd be nice to get another guy that had a little more uh, pass and, rush. And but. I know, like, Raekwon Davis and Wilkins are a little pa- – and I don't know. Tomlinson and Phillips, like, aren't asked to do much penetrating – like last year and Dalvin Tomlinson the year before. But I definitely believe that those two are better pass rushers than what we saw last year. Yeah, I could see that if they were given the opportunity to do it more. Like Phillips was a good pass rusher in Buffalo. Dalvin Tomlinson was a good pass rusher in New York. They're just both, I think... Big guys that work really would work really well in this defense. So. Like he drafted Christian Wilkins and Raekwon Davis in mm-hmm. the first like two three rounds. So or first, first round. I know then, Hip, yeah. Davis. I can't remember if he was second. Or I think third, he was but. third. But um, and then our other down guy would be what James Lynch, um, the Gopher guy from last year who kind of played a little towards the end. Um, Kyrie's Tunga. He oh, was yeah. solid. I mean, and we got him back on like a futures, whatever the hell contract those things are called. Uh, Bullard is a free agent. Ross Blacklock didn't work out at yeah, all. No. He's a quick cut. I'm pretty sure we can save like two million bucks with that guy. So I would say that, oh, we got a little fight brewing. I would say the third. Just some friendly banter. They were both smiling. <laughs> the third guy on the D-line would be something on the to-do list for me. I don't like it. Even if it's a uh, like a, a first round guy, like I'm completely okay with having Phillips and Tomlinson being the third guy. Oh, I mean that's kind of it, it. It makes it turns it into like, like you said, like all of a sudden you have a new number one. It makes oh, well, Tomlinson's your two and Phillips is your three. It's kind of like adding an ace pitcher to your starting rotation. Yep. It drops everyone down a notch, and it's like oh, this just fits way better. Yep. Now if we go and sign, uh, you know, a Flores. You know, maybe whatever. If I don't like Raycon Davis, a free agent, but Let's one of those say, types, yeah. that's cool too. But it it better mean that we added an edge guy or a cornerback or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like last year. I think we said we need to add two, like top players to the defense. Like yeah. similar now, we need to add anywhere on the defense. So if it ends up being a five tech, I don't know who's a good like draft wise at twenty three. Is there a is there a down three four lineman? I mean, they're going to be gone. It's like Jalen Carter. Yeah. It's like uh, it's really Tyree just, Wilson. Like, 
And Terry Wilson is more like an edge. Yeah, he's a fucking big I think guy, it's though. Really you could stick that J- guy. He's I think it's Jalen Carter and then, like, second and third round. Well, because Clancy or whatever his name is, he's yeah. small. Yeah. I don't think he fits Flores' defense. He's in my. He's on my board right now because I don't, like, fully always... I want to, like, find out more. Like, can he f- possibly fit? But I think he's probably too small. So, it is. Like you said, it's, it's Jalen Carter who, I mean... I mean, shouldn't have fell. Now he's in trouble for street racing and like being a part of like someone getting killed while street racing. So I don't know. Could he fall to twenty three now? Maybe I don't think so. But if yeah. he like falls to twelve, I'm trading up for him. Yeah, <laughs> like it's he would be a guy you would add that would be like adding Christian Wilkins that then drops the other two to like now your now your D line is incredible. Oh my god, Doncic missed a fucking easy shot. No wonder they're giving him crap. Um, Okogi. Uh, so yeah, uh, I would say adding, what would you call that? A five tech or a nose? Cause you could also add a nose and play the other two at five tech. Yeah. Like what if you did add a big old monster in the middle and then just play the I other mean, two at five I tech? Mean, I'm down. Basically add a down lineman. Uh, Cause I, I don't yeah. think we're totally comfortable with, although Tonga did play well. Still at a, I want to add a quality down lineman. Yeah. Okay, so and then yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the the D line. Now you go to and line. like, are you do you, do you want to put that in the same like resign so, replace Tomlinson or is that? Oh yeah, because he's actually uh, see that would be the problem if you so, lose Tomlinson. So that's two separate. So I think things. it's re, yeah, I think it's resign replace Tomlinson and then add a third quality lineman. Yeah. Um, okay, so now to. The stand-up middle linebackers. Right now we have Hicks and Kendricks. Both played pretty terrible in the Donatel defense. But you gotta kinda go in your in your brain. Was that Donatel or was that the players? I personally think he put them in on, on like no-win situations. They were on an island trying to cover in-breaking routes by fucking Amon Ross St. Brown. Like I don't it's just you're gonna use Flores is gonna use them as blitzers more. And, I think Kendricks can blitz. And he's going to, when he asks them to cover, he's going to ask them to cover tight ends and running yeah, backs. Yeah, not try to cover, you know. Uh, he, they might end up lined up against slot receiver. No, not on the inside. I don't know. We'll see. I mean. Pending. I think Asamoah should be a starter. Yep. So I personally would cut Jordan Hicks. Yep. I, I was just going, just trying to think if I would also cut Kendricks. So before we got Flores, I was very much like, fuck it, cut them both. If you cut Kendricks, you save like ten million bucks. Yeah, very small cap hit. How many years can you can we restructure that? Uh, Does that screw us elsewhere? Because no. I think he only has this is his last year. Oh, okay. Yep. So yeah. So I don't think I'd cut extend him. Nah, I don't know. How old is he? 30? 31. 31. What What does an extend a uh, two year extension look like? I mean, probably not a lot, right? Like, what did Hicks get last year? Two years, eight million or some yeah, shit. It was so, very small. Yeah. And then Hicks is, if I can find the guy. Oh, I'm in 2024 now. See, Jordan Hicks, you don't save as much. I just think that Kendrick's is probably the better player. Yeah. Hicks, you save five million. He's also 31. I think Sorry. Kendrick's fits the Flores defense a little better because Kendrick's was a great blitzer with Zimmer. He's a great at disguising his blitzes. He's great at you know dropping back. Yeah. So to me, and also I just feel like our defense is so bad. And needs so much help that to cut two starters is a little scary because what are you, now you have to now you have to go spend resources because Asamo I think can take one of the spots fine I'm ready to roll with him who's taking the other spot it ain't fucking Troy Die 
So now you got to go sign one or draft one. Yeah. And I'm not opposed to drafting a linebacker. I mean, no, not at all. So there's a couple that I like. Yeah, but you also could have him as your backup. Then Kendricks leaves next year, and that guy comes in as a starter. So, yeah. um, or even at the end of the year, you're rotating uh, the linebacker, like Asamoah we did with and Kendricks. Yeah, like we did with Asamoah this year. He started rotating a ton, oh. and I thought he made more plays than the other two. So, yep. so I think I think Asamoah is definitely. I feel Asimov like he should be starting somehow, some way. Yeah. You, do you remember? Uh, maybe not because he wasn't very good. But the uh, the Dolphins drafted like Jerome Baker from the, yep. uh, the Buckeyes, mm-hmm. and I feel like he is what like Asamoah and Baker are like the same mold. Where like good pat like supposed to be good like they're just good athletes, pass rushing, kind of mm-hmm. jack of all trades kind of guys. So, yeah. I think Asamoah really fits Brian Flores. I was gonna look and see if any of those, or like Raquan McMillan. Yeah, it's another one. You know, it's. I just I, I wonder what route they'll go because you could tear the defense down. Like you could, could strip cut it. Hendricks, or I mean Kendricks, Hicks, Zadarius. You could even talk about trading Hunter, yeah. Patrick Peterson, let him walk. Uh, Hitman, who you knows? Could cut, or like, you can kind of go a little more halfway with it. And do like, you know, like we're talking more of cut Zadarius, but keep Hunter. Cut Hicks, but keep Kendricks. So. Which I think is more likely. I think that's more likely too. Everyone wants to do the whole tear to the ground thing. And it just, I just, we want to win too. Like you can't replace 11 starters in one off season. Yeah. And like, sure you can, but you're literally just taking that money to buy his, to go get his replacement Mm -hmm. who probably isn't as good. Like, honestly. Yeah, you're gonna pay. You're not gonna be in the bidding. You cut Harrison Smith, save eleven million. You're not gonna be in the bidding war for like a top safety because he'll probably get like twenty million. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't spend twenty million on one guy because you got to replace seven guys. You know, it's like that's kind of difficult. Linebackers for agents wise: Tremaine Edmonds, David Long. That's a guy like T.J. Edwards, Leighton Vander Esch. So like, I mean, like Tremaine Edmonds. That guy's twenty four. He's going to get up, paid. He's going to get, yeah. I mean, they have him for making uh, $17.5 million. Like, is that what you want to spend on a linebacker? I mean, it'd be fun. So what? You cut Kendricks and... And Hicks. You bring up Osmo and you sign Tremaine Edmonds. Oof. Like... Okay. Until... until Like that? Like, if that... Fuck. If that, like... Fuck, I would love it. It'd yeah, be fantastic. If, if you... Yeah, if we could do that, like, sure, I'm cutting both of them. It's why it kind of ends up, you know, the checklist kind of ends up more of a, for for the defense specifically. Obviously, offense, it's easy. It's good receiver, fix your center, you know, bring back. But defense, like last year, it's sort of like we need three new top quality starters type thing, you know. Because I'll take Tremaine Edmonds, or Tremaine Edmonds, but if we don't do him and we keep Kendricks, I'll take... Uh, Jamal Dean, you know, like it, wherever you figure it out, find a way to add some fucking playmakers on the defense. I mean, last year we kind of we checked the boxes because we brought in Zadarius. That is a high quality starter. Yep. We uh, brought in Jordan Hicks. We brought in Jordan Hicks. We brought in Harrison Phillips. We brought in uh, well, we brought back Pat P, who we didn't know if we'd bring back or not. So like, you got to do that again. It'd be nice if like, and we drafted Booth and Scene. Yeah, like, we drafted two other new guys. Yeah. And Asamoah. Like, yeah. I mean, not that we thought he was for sure going to be a big a big uh, impact guy, but he was. Uh, Trey Edmonds, 24-year-old. That's how you could add a actually young building block to an old defense, not through the draft. Yeah. If you went after someone of that age, I mean, that'd be interesting. 
Um, so I don't know. Inside linebacker. I get it. It feels a little, you know, like I personally would probably cut Hicks and just bring up Asamoah, roll with Hendrick, Kendricks and Hicks. Or Kendricks and Asamoah. Because yep. you still have to sign another linebacker for depth at that point. Yeah. So, so, like, yeah. But if we decided to go cut them both and sign a Tremaine Edmonds or cut them both and sign, even if it ends up being, oh, you sign Joe Blow Flores guy. Okay, yeah, not the end of the world. Yep. So, um, I just I just think Asamoah could be actually a good player. I agree. Um, so, I don't even know what you do with the checklist there. Like, I don't – because you could just – for all we know, they don't cut either of them. They just go Hick, Hicks and Kendricks, and Asamoah rotates in. Yeah, so there really is no checklist until, until – un, Until we do something exactly. with them or do nothing yeah. with them. Until we make a move, oh. there's nothing to be done there. Because they're, they're both solid players, too. I'm not looking at them going like, oh, that's only and Udo I'm, fucking starting at right guard. I need him gone. Yeah, and I'm completely fine with Jordan Hicks being, you know, rotated in as the 2-3 linebacker with Asamoah. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. There's yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It, it really goes to we blame the coaching more, and we think coaching would make a big improvement. Like, if you rolled back this same defensive roster with Flores, I think it's like a middle of the pack, oh. which... If it was in middle of the pack, still is like 18, yeah. 19. Overall. That's all we needed. To you have a top five offense, you just need a middle of the pack, and Ed Donahue couldn't even do that with what looks like a pretty talented fucking defense. Well, unless our, unless we don't have good eyes. Yeah, unless we're just totally blind to that, they're just terrible. But I just, yeah, I, I don't see it. And you know what? We saw firsthand what coaching can do because Kevin O'Connell came in, and all of a sudden we could win close games because we aren't fucking tight. We're not. You know, it, it, the whole Zimmer thing weared itself out, and it showed what coaching can make a difference. Um, all right, let's talk, I guess, corners. Yep, yep, that brings this to feels To me, this feels like the spot that Flores' number one thing, I think, when he's building a defense is he wants a top corner. Yep. Well, at least one guy that can... If you're going to blitz this much and play that much man-to-man, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason that you had Xavier Howard and you still went and paid for Byron Jones. That seems like a calculated, I want corners that can lock people up. And we have Patrick Peterson's a free agent, and I don't really... I, I love Pat P. Like, I'd totally bring him back. I'm not sure he fits anymore. Yeah, I don't... Hard hard, hard to say. I don't know. Like, I, and it's not... I, I feel like he's not... He's just old. He's 33. Like, how are you going to man up? And I don't hear him, like, on his podcast or whatever, saying, like, oh, I, like, I can play man. Like, people are yeah. wondering, like... You know, he's not really selling himself. Yeah, maybe like, he's already he mentally did last on. year. Yeah. You know, he was like, you know, I, I want to be back and everything. You don't it's really less like, of that. Yeah. yeah. And he also, he isn't the greatest tackler in the world. And if you're out on an island in a in a man, like, you need to be able to bring a guy down. Yeah. I mean, they asked, uh, PA asked Flores, like, what's his number one thing he looks for in a corner? And the first, which I don't always believe, like, when, they, like, he said, they got to tackle. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure they do. But do you really, is that what it is? Like, if you've got... You know Patrick Sertain's skills, and you're gonna be like, oh, he's not a great tackler. I don't want him. Like I just, but he did bring it up right away, so it might be something to keep in mind, like draft wise, if someone's a good cover guy, but he can't tackle for shit. I mean, it could be a problem. Uh, so we have. He didn't draft many corners though, did he? Well, I mean, he's, why I would guess you need he? To? I guess he had Xavier and Howard, and then he's like, well, I'm gonna go pay for Byron Jones. Right yeah, and at that and point, then, I mean, he drafted Noah. 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 I, Noah, I, we'll Noah, Noah I, I, which was a, a miss. Um, so on on roster we have Dantzler, 
Booth, uh, a Caleb, a Caleb Evans. Evans, and that's pretty much it of guys that are actually impactful. I like all those guys. Like that's fine. You know, I, and they definitely don't want them to be my starters, though. I, I think you're right. I, one of them, fine. One of them, fine. I'd prefer I'd prefer Booth. Like yeah. if it's gonna be one of them. The thing is, I don't. I, think I don't I trust do. Booth yet. Like I, the guys, haven't shown me anything. I think. I think in in an ideal world, you are able to sign a corner and then draft one in the yeah. first round. And then you're then you're having the signed guy is your locked in number one. Oh. Ideally, it's like fuck trade for Patrick, or trade for Jalen Ramsey or sign Jamal Dean like a shut down number one corner. And then your number two is you draft a guy and he competes with Booth and Dan Slipper. See, that's tough though. If you trade your first for Jalen Ramsey. All of a sudden, you're not selecting officially until the third. Yeah, and you also just spent twenty I think, million. I think the better route is to just spend a bunch of money on like a Jamal Dean, and yeah. then you could draft. And I don't even need to draft him in the first. I need him to compete with Booth and Dantzler and Caleb Evans. One of you guys win this fucking job, you know, yeah. to be the number the first, two. Preferably that first round pick I just spent. Well, I'm saying if you took a guy in the third. Oh yeah. If I yeah. take him in the first, he better fucking win the job. Yeah. If I'm, ta- I'm it's a great corner class. So, I mean, corner, I know we've taken a lot of them lately. Like, I would draft love. one, first two picks, corners. Have them all just, just say go. Just I mean, say go. I would, I, a corner in the first round, I think would be a great pick because I think there's going to be a good one there. Um, it just like, seems like they take a while to be good, unless you're Sauce Gardner. Yeah. That's so true. that's a little scary. But, and we also have, so Patrick Peterson, we're both saying probably don't bring him back. Yeah. I, you're not a Duke Shelley guy. No. I'd bring him back for cheap. True. And then I'm, Shannon Sullivan. I'm out on Shannon Sullivan. Yeah, I am too. That guy sucks. Besides his two strips that he had for touchdowns that didn't count. Bummer day for him. Yep. He seemed he seemed like a pure Donatel guy. Hundred percent. Like, like he was signed no, from Green Bay, so I don't I don't I have no interest in him. Uh thoughts on Marcus Peters? Oh, I'd absolutely that see that's that is one where it's a little bit more on the cheap and I don't hate it. Bring in a vet. It's almost like the Patrick Peterson of man corners. Like yep. You do your thing over here, and then we're gonna try to solve the corner position in the meantime. You know, so like I don't, I don't hate that one at all. Because Bradbury's gonna get paid, Jamel Dean's gonna get paid. Yeah. So I think he I, he fits we, right underneath that class. I'd like to see us pay for one really good defensive free agent, though. Whether it's Tremaine Edmonds, Jamal Dean, um, I don't, I don't know what other ones there are, but like. I, I just think our defense is so old. Yeah. We need like to infuse some talent in it. Deron Payne, but I think they hit him with the tag, right? They, if they haven't yet, they will. Th- they're gonna. Yeah, so yeah. like that's a tough one. I'm going through the top free agents and like a lot of offense. Delvin Tomlinson, 18th. They haven't pegged Draymond for- Jones, who's gonna get like yes. 80 mil. I don't I don't like he would be a, a pass rushing five tech that would be, you know, nice to have. And how old is he? Uh, 26. Yeah. Like, at least he's somewhat young. Zach Allen's only 25. Not as good, but... Just somewhere you gotta add... I think I want to sign Marcus Peters and Jamel Dean. That, see, that would be sick. Because then you can let Booth get healthy, get better, and you can let... I mean, Dantzler learn under and, those guys and, still. Yeah, and rotate in and whatnot, you know? I mean, he's gonna need corners, so... I think I want... Yeah, I think I want Peters... And Jamal, Jamal Dean. Dean. Like, if, if there's one high-priced free agent out there, who are you going for? Marcus Peters is only 30 years old. 
He's three years younger than Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. If you could choose out of all the free agents out there, it could be offense, defense. Know, I'm trying to think of the receivers. Jacoby Myers. It's not good here. I'll pull him up for you. Number one, Jacoby Myers. Number two, Juju. Number three, Odell Beckham. Number four, Michael Thomas. Number five, DJ Chark. It's a bad receiver class. So now it's between Jamel Dean, James Bradbury, and Tremaine Edmonds. I think I'd Bradbury's too old for my pickings there. Yeah. So it's Dean, who's 26, Edmonds at 24. 20, yeah, 24 and a half. I feel like I go... Edmonds because of the age, but he also is a bit of a one-year wonder that he finally put it all together. But also he was drafted at 20. Yeah, like it makes sense, but I'd hate to like, it's one of those like free agent signings that just go up in smoke. Like, uh, who is the safety bird? Remember? Yeah, like he just turned into nothing. And it's like, ugh. Where Jamal Dean, I'm looking at it's like PFF grades. Three years of really good grades. You know what you're getting. Yeah, Todd Bowles, man. Todd Bold, heavy man. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like Dean because he's um, he fits. Yeah, I think, I think Dean. I think I want Dean's the Jamel, guy. I think Dean. Yeah. So I, Dean. I think that should be their number. One. Like, go get fucking Dean. What about Jonathan Jones, Patriot corner? Not as good, certainly. Twenty nine years old, but like I think he'd fit in. The, yeah. That tier two. I think I, think, I think Dean. I, mean, I think my top three are Dean Jones and Peters. What do you think of Cameron Sutton, Flores? Steelers? So he Flores was on the staff. They got him pegged for three years, 25 mil, 28 years old. He played second season on the outside. I mean, the thing is, I don't know how heavy the Steelers were in man. So, I think I think they play a decent amount of man. I know they, 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 they're definitely more of a multiple D, I assume. Why would you? I mean, I just don't know if he brought Flores in because he meshed with his scheme. Can I or ask they're for bros. just any pairing, two of those four or five? <laughs> you can have whatever you want, right? I'm going to ask for two pair, a pairing of two out of any of those five. Jones, Peters, Dean, um, Sutton. Was there one more or was it just those four? I think that was it, yeah. Those are the top guys on here. Jones, Sutton, Dean, and Brad- Bradbury. We'll throw Bradbury in there. Yeah. Two of those five. I think you got to get a corner. I mean, it, it, you have to at general, least get one of those. You five. have to get a general corner or something, unless Flores thinks he can work magic. Otherwise, you got to take one of the first round. Yep. Which I, I really like the corner class, so I'm not like against it or anything. Yep. But I just Dantzler, Booth, a Caleb Evans. Okay, a Caleb Evans looked okay last year. Rookie, fourth round pick. I don't trust him as a starter. Booth showed me nothing. Couldn't stay healthy. Can't trust him as a starter. Cam Dantzler, he's up and down, and I don't. I just. I'd, I'm interested to see how he fits in a man. Like, he's not fast. Yeah. Some, like, how is he going to go man-to-man against a really fast guy? He's got, he's long and big, so maybe, not big, but, like, he's long. He's long, yeah. He's tall he's and tall, long. Tall. Um, so maybe, you know, there's certain guys I think he'll do well against. So I would take him as, like, a, like a, a risky number two. So that's what we're working with. Two guys I don't trust and, uh, and a dancer. We need to replenish that, that yeah. area. So it's like add two corners. I don't even. Yeah, it's got it's got to be add two corners. Yeah, add which two starting add two starting <laughs> corners. It literally is the same as the year that we. Uh, it was the Mike Hughes, was it, or it was the Gladney? We needed two corners, and we went with fuck, Gladney and Dantzler. Yeah, I think that's what it was. We drafted Dantzler in the third and Gladney in the first, and it was like, hey, we found him. Oh, we need to do that again. Yeah, except except actually you hit have him. Gladney fucking get in trouble and then leave our team and then get out of trouble and then fucking 
he died. That's a bummer. Rest in peace. Yeah. And then Dantzler's been like a solid corner, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's uh, been a good, a good pick in the third. Yeah, I would I say it wasn't good. Wasn't anything. I mean, he was like, you know, one of the like between ninety and one hundred twentieth players taken. Like that's a good pick. Yeah, it was a good pick. Uh, okay, so corners. I think we need to add two, and let's go to safety to round this off. Yeah. To um, me, Hitman. What do you do with him? I think you keep him. I'm not opposed to cutting him. I just think his cap hit is 19 million. He's 34. I thought he played well last year. Yeah. Um, so when we brought in Flores again, I thought much better fit for Harrison Smith. Yep. Put him at the line of scrimmage. He's great at disguising. He's great at bluffing his blitzes. He's a great blitzer. Um, so to me, it's like I'd rather keep him. Think Hitman can play middle linebacker? <laughs> um, restructuring him, you could get it. You could save nine million, half of it. Okay. And again, he doesn't have a lot of guarantees left, so it's not like you're hurting Dude, your future. Like, I, I, you could cut I him next year, and it's not a big deal. Restructure Harrison. Smith. Restructure Harrison Smith. Keep him on the team. You have him starting. Lewis Seen hopefully steps up and starts. Um, Cam Bynum. Bynum. Bynum solid. Fine. I'd rather Bynum be my third. Yep. And also Bynum. Can played play corner. Nickel. Yeah, he played corner in college. So, like, maybe in this sort of interesting Flores scheme, you go with some three safety stuff like the Patriots do a lot of, and he can play safety or he can come and play nickel yep. or, you know. So, I, I mean, safety is one of the spots that I feel like we're good. I don't really – I mean, you burned a first-round pick last year on it. You can't – we don't need to sign one. We don't need to draft one. I mean, yeah. you could draft one in, like, the fifth round. I don't really care. But, like, besides – Tackles, safety, honestly, guard. I don't think we need a guard. No. Um, tight no. end. We don't need a tight end. I feel like those are like the four main spots that we just don't need anybody. You need defense. You need defense, but you don't need a safety. Yeah. Give me any other spot. I'll take a, a hand-in-the-ground lineman. I'll take an edge guy. I'll take a linebacker. Because what, Metellus is still on the squad, and he, too? And he played kind of solid when he was in for... But also, yeah, in that Donatel scheme, you're just standing back there waiting for interceptions and or giving up 15-yard routes in front of the linebackers. So, But he's he's a he's great fine. special teams guy. He got to be captain, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so that was like a... Well, yeah. let me see. Maybe he's on the list of free agents, actually. No, he's not, so he's back. That's good. good. Bring back Kenny Willikies. One day he's going to hit... One day he's going to stay healthy. He's going to be a star. Um, so, yeah, that's defense. I think Greg Joseph's a free agent just to hit some special teamer. Um, I would be fine bringing him back. I would wish we could just finally find a kicker that's good instead of having to be one of the 20 teams that has a shaky kicker. Yeah. There's like 10 teams that have good kickers, and everyone else just has like the Greg Joseph. He's going to miss it half the time. He's going to make it half the time. Robbie Gould. Robbie Gould says he That'd wants nice. to play elsewhere. He's ready to come to Minnesota, I guess. <laughs> Um, okay. Play indoors half the time. Come on, Robbie. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so what we had down on our to-do list. Sign a wide receiver. Resign or replace Bradbury. Okay. Add a quality defensive lineman. Resign or replace Tumlinson. Add two corners. What's the number one thing you think we got to do? What are we doing with, like, ed- ed- why is there nothing with edge rusher on there? Well, because we haven't cut Zedarius yet. Put cuts it areas. Okay, we're gonna make that an actual. Because <laughs> I, I really do kind of want him gone. Like for that, saving yeah. fifteen million. I can't. There's no way he's coming back. He put his house on the market. Yeah, yeah. That's it's similar to the uh, 
the inside linebackers, like I think they're going to cut one and then you have to make a move. But actually with that one, you don't as much because Asamoah can replace yeah, it. And like you don't have to cut one of those guys, but I think you have to cut like either Zedarius Smith or Daniel Hunter. Or trade Daniela. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm not putting that to, on my checklist. I'm not to, putting that on my no, checklist. You need to add an edge though. Yeah. I feel like it'd be very likely we need to add edge. So what's your number one thing? Number one thing. What, go through it again real quick. So offensively, there's sign a receiver, replace, or re-sign Bradbury. Yep. I think those two are lower. Yeah. Those. lower on the, It's defense. Defensively, sign or replace Tomlinson. Okay. Add another one to the D-line. Add an edge, and then add two corners. I think adding two corners. I think the corners is the number I one think thing. 100%. Yeah. I just... And maybe it's at a corner, a top corner, and then you go to get Tumlinson back. And then it's, you know, at a second corner. Like, it doesn't need to be both the corners, but you got to get one. Yep, you got to start by getting one corner. Yeah. And, you know, everyone worried about cap space and stuff. We didn't really talk about it much, just a few things here and there. But we can quickly get to, like, 40-plus million in cap space with some easy restructures, a few cuts, like... Yep. Thielen, you can cut him. You can restructure Cook and Hitman. You can get rid of Hicks. You can cut Zadarius Smith. You could cut Zadarius. That's a huge one. Zadarius Smith and Adam Thielen, and you're already over the cap and have like $12 million. Yeah, because going into it right now, we're negative like 23, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you cut, if I do it right now, cut Zadarius and post June cut, which you don't have to actually do post June. You just designate it as a post June. Yeah. Um, You're at. We're over the. We're now above the cap, oh. and then you can do things like we talked about restructuring Brian O'Neill. Yep. Now you're you go from one. Now you're at eleven million in cap space. I see no reason not to restructure Harrison Smith. Yep. You can restructure Delvin Cook. Yep. And I know people go, "Oh, you're kicking the can. You're doing this shit." We have a hundred and twenty-three million next year. The year after that, you have one hundred ninety-five. You should use those years because you know what happens after that year. There's another year and another year and another year. It never ends. So if you're just trying to play in this one-year box, you're fucking stupid. Like, other teams aren't going to do that. So, uh, yeah, and then you can cut someone like a Jordan Hicks, six and a half million, and then you got that stupid Ross Blacklock contract for like two million I always cut off there. Just remember, just because you can't do it in Madden doesn't mean you can't do it in real life. (laughs) Yeah, it's not always about Madden. Who did you say doesn't play Madden? Uh, Bryce Bryce Young. Young. Yeah, big red flag. Chris Reed also, two, two and a half million you say by cutting him. See? Ooh. So thirty six million in cap space with like, and the only players I actually lost on the team were Zadarius Thielen, Jordan Hicks, Chris Reed, and Ross Blacklock. And thirty six million, you might be like, oh well, you can't sign a bunch of players. You can sign a Jamal Dean to a massive deal, and his cap hit this year could be like six million bucks. Yep. It's what we did last year. We got Zadarius for peanuts, and he, I mean, he had a bunch of incentives that were unlikely to be earned. So there's no reason that we can't pay Jefferson. Pay Hawkinson and sign a marquee free agent. And everyone's got to like all all the deals in free agency. You basically just cut off the last two years of the deal. Yeah, the five year deal. The, yeah. the five year deal is a three year deal. Yep. Yeah. Like all the guaranteed money comes up front, mm-hmm. and then it gives you, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, he's worth it. I'll just kick that can down the line, and then. All of a sudden, he hit this giant cap hit is smaller because I don't owe him any money in four or five, but now I do. Yeah, I mean that's it, eventually all the guarantees run out, and you can just get out of the contract anyway. So uh, we've got money to spend. So it's I know people look at the like just 
they go to this website and see it's negative 24 and they're like, oh, we're fucked. That's not even with doing anything with Kirk Cousins either. Because yeah. you could dump more money into his void years and now you go from 36 million in cash space to 55 million. Oof. You could have a spending spree. Yep. I mean, there's no and reason. And that's to- including extending Jefferson and Hawkinson. Yeah, well, as well, Hawkinson's contract this year will go down because yeah. he's making like 10 million. You could easily structure it where his first year cap hit is like seven. And then he starts making, you know, 17, 19, and can, 22. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we have a bunch of money next year. Let's just make next year's cap it. Yeah, make it. Yeah, we have a, yeah, 120 million in cap space in 2024. Okay, make it 25 million that year. Oh. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Jefferson's, I think, would definitely go up because he's not even on his fifth year option. Yeah, no, he's. I don't even know where he His is. cap hit probably won't go up this year, honestly. This rookie deal probably won't get touched. Yeah, you're right, because they'll just extend it beyond that. I mean, he makes $4.1 million, so he'll get a signing bonus that'll probably hit this year, so it won't affect it much. What you save in Hawkinson, you'd probably give to Jefferson. It'd be a wash. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, that's kind of the, the to-do list then, I guess. it's. I mean, offensively, it's pretty simple. And defense, it's we broke it into four different things, but it's we, we just need to add some fucking talent. Yeah. And it'd be nice if it was young talent. I mean, if you could spend your first-round pick on defense, if you could sign a young free agent and then add a couple Flores types, you know, to fit the scheme, I think you'd be – you could go from the 31st-ranked defense to the 13th-ranked defense if you really hit on everything well. Yep. So, okay, should we hit a quick top draft board? Um, let's take a break. I got a phone call that I have right, to get Yeah, no problem. To. We'll take a break. This is a marathon podcast, right? Not a sprint. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're still here. Yeah, we're not done yet. We're still here. Hour 44 minutes in, but we still got to talk a little draft. Yeah, we've got uh, our initial draft board. Um, I, Who knows? We might get a little in-depth or we might just fly through this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty early on in my, my draft learning you know, process. So, I don't know. I think you know, I, I got to like top 20-ish. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes up. That could be wildly off. Of where I put these people because yeah. I just haven't been, I haven't been keeping up as much. The, the more, the closer you get, the more information comes. The more like clear it becomes. Yeah, like right now, like I might have a guy that like you know in a month it's like oh he's like not even in my top twenty anymore. Yeah, like there's guys around here where a month ago I didn't like I was you know second third mm-hmm. round on him and now all of a sudden it's like oh, yeah like man. a month ago I was a big Cam Smith guy now he's like my fifth corner so I don't yep. know like he's just definitely sh- it's it's changed uh, first off do you feel like this draft is just not as good as a lot of drafts yeah like I I feel like it's missing some of the like there's Jalen Carter and Will Anderson towards the top and then it's like they're all kind of the same I feel like yeah the, like last uh, year was Stingley you had Sauce Gardner you had Aiden Hutchinson. Just felt like there's a little more blue chippers. Are you talking strictly defense as well, like or just the not draft even? In I general. guess you want to talk receiver too, like Drake London, Garrett Wilson. All those guys felt Chris a little, Olave. Chris Olave felt better than what's in this uh, draft. Who are the quarterbacks? Taken? Corners. Quarter. Uh, Pickett. Well, not a good quarterback oh, yeah, class. Not right, a good yeah. quarterback class. Um, but as far as but yeah, there were the just top a tier lot corners. Of I thought were ridiculous. Kyle Hamilton, like yeah, you could yep, argue, was a big. blue chip player. Um, what about Edge? Was there besides Aiden Hutchinson? Well, it was Trevon, Trevon Walker. Walker. Yeah, I feel like there was another. One. I mean, like oh, the Car- tackles. Yeah, the tackles. Charles Cross, Iki Iguanu. Yeah, um, but maybe Giants maybe it is one. because I'm early on in this process. Like maybe if I was talking last year at this time, it would have been like I don't know. But now as we go forward, maybe some of these guys will be like, oh, he is up there with a with a those tackles, or he's also I don't have a tackle on my board. 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't put any offensive linemen on mine. I'd like to stay out of them in the first round. I, I just and it, I, the tackles. How are you going to take one? The only one I guess you 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 could take and play him at guard would be Peter Skaronsky. It just feels like dumb because even guard. I don't want a guard. Ezra Cleveland's locked as my left guard. I'm very happy with him. Yeah, and, right and, guard Eddie Ingram played fine. fine as a rookie, and he was a second round pick. You have to develop him. You can't just give up on him and burn a first round pick. Yeah. So like. I always like uh, Rick Spielman does a podcast now, and I always, yeah. you know, it's interesting because he was our former GM and whatnot. It gets yeah. kind of cool to see some insights. And they talk about, you know, you want to take the best player available. And it's like, I just want someone to ask him, okay, if you were the Vikings GM still and Peter Skaronsky was the number one guy on your board at 23, would you take him? Because I think he might say yes, but I think he's lying. I don't think if you have no path to put him on the field, say it's not even Skaronsky, say it's a pure tackle, a pure tackle, yeah. but he's your number one guy on your board. You're telling me you're just going to take him and sit him behind Darson O'Neal? It's fucking stupid. No, what you're doing is you're either grabbing the best player available or trading down with yeah, the tackle-needed you're, team. You're probably definitely hoping to trade down, or I think what you're doing is you're like, okay, this tackle's here, this corner's close. If we needed a tackle, I'd take him, but I, this guy's not like seven tiers worse. He's right below him. I'm taking the corner. Yeah. Like It's all, it's a crapshoot anyways. You can't be drafting guy. Best player available to a point. Like yeah. you certainly don't want to be if like. There's no path. There's no point. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to play him. They're not gonna be able to develop. You're just, it's just stupid. So I have no tackles in mind. I have, like you said, I have no offensive linemen in mind. Because oh. uh, even if we needed a center, I don't want to take a center in the first round again. Oh. Find one in the fourth round or a free agent. Dumb. But anyways, let's start it off. Number one uh, on your board, who you got? I have C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is okay. number one. Um, I like him over Bryce Young. Okay. I think uh, uh, C.J. Stroud has like progressively gotten better. Even, Ohio like, State quarterback for anyone who doesn't know. Yep. Uh, he and even like just the last like couple games, he seemed to have like taken another step. I mean, the game against Georgia put him back where he was as like a talk of being that could be the first overall because he played a he played great and then he also moved around in the pocket a little more, made some playmaker type plays which yep. I feel like if you're taking a quarterback number one they need to have that ability to break the pocket and create a play like Josh Allen does like Mahomes does like Burrow does like Kirk Cousins like, doesn't do tr- like Trevor Lawrence does yeah like you want number one overall that's Kyler the new Murray thing does. that you you have to have a little bit of that to you or I don't think you're worth the first overall pick um and then Stroud also had a great combine as far as the throwing like everyone's talking about how smooth he looks perfect footwork Yada, yada, yada. The only downside to him is he's an Ohio State quarterback, and people are afraid of those yep. because Haskins wasn't very good. Fields, I mean, he could go one way or the other. He's yep. a good enough quarterback as far as Cardio running. Jones was drafted. I mean, Braxton Miller, they turned into a wide receiver. Yeah. Like, let's it's go just, down it's, the line. It's just that Ohio State thing. But Otherwise, yeah. like— Scout the player, not the helmet. Yeah, I, I I like him a lot. He's not my number one. He's my number two. But my number one is Bryce Young, okay. uh, Alabama quarterback. I think would he come in at 5'10"? Yeah. He was over 200, but he probably just ate a lot. Or drank a bunch of water. Remember, yeah, a gallon of water weighs eight, eight pounds. He didn't even do drills. So it's like he could easily just put a, drink a bunch of water and then be like, cool, I'll lose all this water weight and then do my drills at the pro day or whatever. Yeah. But I just like my – what I like about him, he just seems like a really instinctual, smart, good quarterback. Yep. Like he, he – he's his only downside is he's small. Yep, and, and it's not the uh, – 
the the old saying of like, oh, can he see over the line? Like, I don't I don't give a shit about yeah. that anymore. It's how well can he take a beating? At yeah, 5'10"? is he gonna end up like just getting hurt all the time, like a two or something? Like, yeah. is he just gonna not be able to survive? If he was same measurables as C.J. Stroud, he'd be number he'd be It'd number be, one on my. It board. wouldn't even be close. Like, I think everyone would just lock him in because yeah. he he wanted Alabama and he just he when the when you needed a fucking play, he made a play. Like, yep. he just and, has that quarterback. And he, yeah, the he, Mahomes thing, you know, like pull it out, of, you know, where you just break the pocket, you run around, you you make a play. So. I got him first and Stroud second. Do you have him second or is he not Yep, even yep. I have, I have Bryce Young second. So the two quarterbacks. So like, and this is a Vikings board. Yeah. We would absolutely take those two quarterbacks first and second. Yep. Who is your third player? Um, after the combine, I'm taking Anthony Richardson. You moved him all the way up to third. All huh? the way up to three. Um, you got to take a chance on a quarterback like that. And the thing is like, it's he's way riskier than say like taking – a corner or taking Will Anderson, but the payoff is Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That's like, like you got to take a risk at some point. Yeah, and I I think it was Rick Spielman yesterday who uh, said he was a better thrower than Cam Newton. Yeah, uh, coming out of college. Said it too, and much. I and I agree. Like if neither of them are very good. Like don't get me wrong, neither of them were very good coming out. But I don't know you. Yeah, I mean that's his his big red flag, and he is like a fifty four percent completion percentage. So like, so did Josh Allen. That's the thing. You can always, there's always a guy you could look to and be like, okay, well, if we can fix this, he has the tools to be insanely good. I mean, what's the floor with a guy? Like say he isn't a great thrower. He still runs four, four can jump over fucking buildings. Like he's like, it's my poor man's Lamar Jackson at that point with, with uh, a body that can take a beating. Yeah. Uh, So uh, again, like just what, like you said, what Justin Fields was last year, but with actual weapons around him. Yeah, exactly. So he's not my third best player on my board, but like by the end of this, he might be, you know what I mean? Like I just like at some point you have to take a quarterback. And we talked about, I think like, uh, Maybe a month ago, who would which quarterbacks would you trade up for? And I think we both said just Young and Stroud. Oh. And then the other two, we'd be like, well, we'd like them to fall to us. I'm at the point where Richardson, I would be willing to give up. I'd hate to give up two first, but if you'd had to, you had to. I think you have the to. Thing, like, I'd be ecstatic. Like I, because I, it'd be like we took a fucking swing on a high upside guy. I'm buying that jersey where yeah. it says uh, Richardson number zero zero, whatever number he <laughs> chooses. Like I'm buying it. So yeah, I'm 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 definitely on board with him. As I just I haven't quite moved him up past like the other. They always have that the quarterback gets to go up higher. It's do you put them above the blue chip other players? You know, I think after that combine, Anthony Richardson goes into that blue chip category. So yeah, just, just... His, his, the combine though to me it's like okay, so he's fast and he can jump high. What is that really? We we knew that. Yeah, but we just didn't know how. We knew he was athletic, but we right, didn't know but how like, athletic. But why? Why? Like that doesn't make him a better quarterback. No, but you what you see on the tape for like all of his running skills is like yeah. all right. Well, that that all makes yeah. sense and will translate. I just don't think it changed the risk of can he ever figure out how to throw the ball accurately consistently? No, like but, him blowing up the combine hasn't changed that risk one second. Nope. But I also like didn't like Josh Allen because I. Was like, well, you you can't fix fifty four percent. And then they did, and they have the best quarterback in football, except for Mahomes. Like that, Josh Allen is like something else. Though. So like, 
that's also like comparing those two. It is essentially like apples to oranges. Yeah. Because like, yeah, there's the same like previous body of work, but not many people are going to repeat what Josh Allen did. And especially three years after he did it. Yeah, like, there's, if for, it's ten years from now, maybe there's a better chance. But like, mm-hmm. just taking a quarterback and going, oh well, Josh Allen. Can we'll do just it. fix Why his accuracy. Yeah. I mean, for every Josh Allen that does fix his accuracy and become really good, there's probably seven or eight guys that could never figure it out. Yep. So the risk is still there. But if I'm sitting on the clock, I, I just think like I put him lower. But if I was actually see, I have the third pick, and it went Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and I have the third pick. Am I really gonna not take Richardson? Yep. You, you just you almost have to just take the fucking swing. Yep. It's such a better swing than swinging a Christian Ponder. If Jalen Carter and Anthony Richardson are at twenty three, then I'm a little more it? scared. I don't know because why is Richardson still here? Why is Jalen Carter still here though? Well, but like that's the, right like, now I'm like gonna like leave, that's the point leave it at is. But okay. I believe by the end of this. I'll probably have the three quarterbacks stacked right. up right there. Nope. Uh, so my number three is Jalen Carter. I didn't really put in the whole, like, he's in trouble right now thing. I, I went care. purely based on don't the, care. like, <laughs> Ryan doesn't give a fuck. Um, if he's serving jail time, you might care. Uh, yeah, but right now he just likes to drive fast. Yeah, the other guy crashed. It wasn't him. Uh, Jalen Carter is a interior defensive lineman for Georgia. Yep. And he's number, really, really fucking good. Yeah, he's number four on my Number board. four on yours? Yep. Because you did the three quarterbacks. So he's your first non-quarterback, yep. which is also my first non-quarterback. Yeah, he he's he's super good. He's he's fast. He's strong. He's instinctual. And, like, you put him in this defense, you're getting, you're, like, you're hoping you have, like, the Aaron Donald, the Christian Wilkins. Like, you're adding that interior pass rusher that's, like, impossible to find. Yep. That's, I mean, that's why his value is just... To me, it goes above the edge, guys. Yeah, those those kind of pass rushes are so hard to find. So when they come across, like they're a hot commodity. Yeah. Uh, that so he's your four. Yeah. So then my four is Will Anderson. Okay. Yep. He's my five. Okay. So right now you just have Richardson plugged in at three, which is dropping yeah. your guys. Uh, Anderson, edge guy from Alabama. Yeah. And he basically like I think he had more pressures than like anyone ever in college. Um, it sucks that the Bears are going to get one of these guys. Yeah, it really does. And probably a hall of picks. Kind yep. of annoying. Uh, a little bit annoying. Uh, and these guys have like basically zero chance of making it to us, so we don't need to spend too much time on them. But Will Anderson, yeah. He would have been. Edge guy. He might have went number one overall last year. I think he would have. I yep. think he goes over Walker for sure. And then Hutchinson. If the Jags liked Walker over yeah. Anderson, they would have liked Anderson over Walker. 100%. So and yeah. Which in turn. So, I mean, in that case, this draft has one better edge guy. Look at that. Uh, Okay, so now I think it's going to get a little more... We're going to start to deviate, I feel like, a little bit. Uh, Who is your... Where are you at? So your fifth is Way Anderson, so we'll go back to my fifth. Yes. So my fifth is the other edge, Tyree Wilson. Is that his name? Yep. yep. Okay. And I have him at six. Okay, so you're just going to be right behind me every time. Uh, I watched this... So he is Texas Tech, I believe. Yes. Dude's a fucking monster. So I good. love his like highlights. Like, yep. If he if Will Anderson wasn't wasn't around, yeah. he might be. I mean, he would be the best edge rusher in the class. I feel like he's not talked about enough for how good he looks. 
I, I would I would not doubt if on some teams' boards, yeah, he might be number one just because he's a bigger body. That's the thing. Like like his athletic profile seems better. Like he's a monster. Because I could I do think you could have him on the edge sometimes, and you could even drop him to the five tech spot, and he could dominate from there too. So and, and Will Anderson, what he weighing at like two thirty? Yeah, two. But so like more like definitely strictly three four edge right. rusher. You want someone to set the edge like Wilson's gonna do it. Yep. So I. I Dude's a monster. I mean, again, I don't think there's any chance he falls, right? I don't. No, no I way. don't think so either. Like so far, all these players, I would say, is a zero percent chance we're getting them, unless yep. there's a massive trade up. So we'll t- we'll t- we'll tell you when we get to a spot where there's actually a guy that might make it to us. Yep. So that was your sixth. Yep. That so was now back six. to my sixth. Yep. I have Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Yep. He's my seventh. He's your seventh. Okay. <laughs> uh, this guy, another guy. You watch his highlights. He's so fucking cool. Yeah. The way he hits, the way he plays, the way he talks shit, flies in there. Yeah. yeah, he just seems like, and and now he like definitely just seems like a Brian Flores kind of player. Hundred percent. He's a little bit on the smaller side, right? I think he's, he's under five six. eleven. Five eleven. Five eleven and a half. Or he's not like your uh, ideal like sauce Patrick Sherkin Jr. size, where it's like doesn't have that Christian Gonzalez size. Yeah, like, exactly. So guy. he's. That's his probably his only downside. He's a little undersized, but I just like the way he plays so much. Yeah. Uh, chances he falls. I don't slim think, to none. I'd right? say slim to yeah, none. Yeah, like three percent. Yeah. You know, if he falls, he falls to eight, ten, oh, twelve. Yeah. He's not. We're in the fucking twenties. He's not. He's get. He probably isn't getting past Philadelphia at ten. Yeah. It just there's when you're sitting at twenty three, it's just gonna be. It's just a lot of these guys aren't gonna be there. Yep. Uh, okay, so that was your seventh. Yep. So now back to my seventh, Christian Gonzalez. And he's my eight. Okay, so so far we just we're yeah, not I just I just plugged in Richardson. Okay, so Christian Gonzalez is the Oregon corner. Yep, 6'2", 215. Yeah. Blew up the combine. Yeah, super smooth. Yep. He um, uh he kind of reminds me of uh Patrick Sertan. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not as he's not as good in coverage, but just the uh, the body type and athletic yeah. profile and the smoothness and just I I kind of feel like at some point I might flip Gonzalez and Witherspoon. I think they're right. Uh, you, you can you could argue either way. I think yeah. Witherspoon's a better uh, I like his attitude, quarterback. I like his tackling. Yeah, I think Gonzalez is probably a better coverage corner. That's than Witherspoon. and then I kind of just when I think okay, Flores needs those really good coverage guys. I feel like at some point I might. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but I just. Gonzalez seems like the more prototypical corner. Yep. Witherspoon seems like I'm really liking his intangibles a lot, and then maybe I'll end up changing them. Yep. So and that and that dog in him. That dog <laughs> in him. Uh, okay, so your let me go, but you can't go. Yeah, because you're still at because I'm behind you because yeah, you're you at keep... eight. You son of a bitch. No, don't worry, it's gonna get fixed right here because right. I have Anthony Richardson at eight. All righty. So those are the players that I put above him for now: the two corners, the edge guys, and the and Jalen Carter. So so now I think is where we're gonna start to see the difference. Okay, apparently we had the same. Top I guess you eight. would call blue chip guys. Yep. Which do you feel like Devin Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez are blue chip guys? Because I don't think they're on the Stingley Sauce Gardner tier. I think they're below that. Yeah, I think I think the blue chip guys for me, I guess, would end at the three quarterbacks and the D lineman guys. Yep, Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson, and Jalen Carter. I I feel like I agree. Christian Gonzalez, you might be able to like if I flip, if I can flip, if I flip Gonzalez and I, Witherspoon, it's yeah. probably because I think Gonzalez is more of a blue chip guy. Yeah, but I still would stack them: Sauce, Stingley, Gonzalez. Yeah, and then who was was there a third corner last year? 
McDuffie? McDuffie. And he went to like, he went like 20th or yeah. something. Yeah. And the year prior, was I'd rather Sertan have Gun- and JC Horn. I'd both put both of them over yeah. Gonzalez. I would not put McDuffie over Gonzalez. No. But I would put the I would put Sertan and JC Horn definitely. So tough for me to call him a blue chip. But no. that, I, I agree with you. That's kind of the fringe right there. Okay. So now I had Richardson eight. You are I now up nine. With your um, I've got Miles Murphy from okay. Clemson. Okay. I haven't watched a ton of him, so I have him a little later. Okay, I, I like. Do you him. want to describe I, his style? Uh, he's he's more of like the pure pure pass rusher, but he's uh, he can play. I think he can put his hand in the dirt or stand him up. Let me check his size. Um, what is he? So six five two sixty eight. Big big guy. Yep, okay. yep. I like that. So I I think he you can utilize him. He's not. He, you can't really drop him in, drop him into coverage. I'd say he's probably maybe yeah. a little better than Daniil Hunter at coverage, but I. You, Definitely not something you want him to do. So PFF comped him to Rashawn Gary. So it feels like someone you could edge and then also kind of similar to that Tyree Wilson where you could maybe slide him in a little yep. bit. I mean, you're 6'5", 270. You can certainly slide inside. Yep. So it's kind of nice to have. Yeah, yeah, I, really, I, like, I like Miles Really Murphy. good run stop rate too for these guys. Wow. Rashawn Gary. You know, I really liked Rashawn Gary coming out too. So you know, I'll took take a little bit, but he's he's definitely becoming. But a he was player. a project, like hundred percent. They said he was a project. It was like a three tech, five yeah. tech edge. Like where are you going to yeah, play? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so Miles Murphy was your eighth, ninth. ninth. My ninth, I put Will Levis here. I know you're not a Levis guy. Um, he, I, everyone likes his tools. Everyone likes his. Uh, this is a Kentucky quarterback, by the way. Yeah, everyone uh, likes him. His uh, his attitude, his like his his leadership, whatever. But he kind of didn't have a very good season. So apparently, he was hurt all year. So yeah, the the two excuses everyone says for him: hurt the whole year, battle through injuries, no weapons. Yep, horrible. They lost Wandell Robinson. They basically had nothing. Some people love this guy. I know Mel Kiper has him as either his. He had him at number one quarterback for until he got Bryce Young's like weight or something. He was like. Unless, you know, Young's over 200, I'm putting Levis one. So while I have him fourth, I just go back to, I want to take a swing. At some point, I want to take a swing. And I would take a swing on him before I would take another of these guys afterwards. Like, I'd be like, if I'm sitting on the clock at 23 and it's take a swing at a quarterback that even if I don't love him, like, I don't love him. But if they take him, they clearly do. And then if they don't, they better not take him. You know what I mean? Like, if, but if I'm in their shoes... And they love him, take him. Don't be like, oh, well, we have Brian Branch higher on our board. Yep. But no, we that's... love this quarterback over here that has huge upside. But Brian Branch is slightly better. I remember Todd McShay and Stafford got it, or not Todd McShay and Stafford. Todd McShay and Kuiper got into a big argument when Stafford's draft because I think McShay had him like ninth on his board and then was giving him shit for having Detroit Lions take him first. And Kuiper kept going, like, how are you going to say? You like a quarterback enough to put him ninth on your board, but you don't. You won't take him first overall. You're passing up on a franchise quarterback. Like the positional value at that point dictates it. You got to. But then he's like, I don't have to take him first. I have other guys higher. Like, which is also a fine argument. Like, I get it. So I don't know. I'm just at some point I'm taking a shot at a quarterback, and if Levis is there, I'll take him. Yep. Um, that was my ninth. Yep. Your ninth was Miles Murphy. So 10, 10 for you. What do you got? Uh. I see it, but I don't like it. I'm actually I speak it. Yeah. Um, I've got Bijan Robinson at ten. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't like it, but so you know he's. You want to talk blue chips? He is a blue chip prospect. The problem is he plays running back. But as far as an actual 
talent, he's right up there. He might be the best prospect. He's so I've got him at ten. I've got him at ten. Running back, Texas. He's, I don't love it. Like yeah, he's. he's I'd definitely rather lower I'd rather book. not take him, but just think of an offense. Not even just next year, but the year after of Jefferson and B. John Jefferson, Bijan Robinson, T.J. Hawkinson going forward. I mean, and and Delvin Cook, even if he's with us next year, it could be his last year. Yeah, and also you could find ways to use both of them. They both can catch. He's. I've seen a lot of people say he's the best prospect even since Peterson. Ooh. Like they go Saquon, but they're like he might even be better than Saquon. Better than like, early too, then, huh? Because I mean, they, yeah, he was up there too. So like. He's that good though. He's not. It's not like we're talking about. I'm trying to think like what running backs like Najee Harris like that dude. Clyde Edwards. Yeah, this is this is not that type of player. He's supposed to be a generational running back. So having him ten on your board, I'd like. He's not as high in mine, but if I was a team that desperately needed a running back and maybe like ran the ball a ton, like I would definitely have him like super high. Like if you were the Titans and you knew Vrabel's gonna run the ball, just remember how good the Rams' offense was when Gurley was really good. You know that's actually. It'd be interesting to know, like, if uh, is that the Kevin O'Connell offense? Like, is would that, or is he just kind of a way more of a thrower? Yeah. Because that offense was fucking ridiculous when they had Todd Gurley running and Jared Goff was their quarterback. Yeah. Like, so also they the, went to the, the Super Bowl. The bust, the bust potential of him is like zero, which you. You know, but you're also drafting a running back top ten, and then you got to pay a running back, and then there's that whole is that a yeah. good value, whatever. Uh, so that was your ten or nine? Yep, that was ten. Ten. My ten is Joey Porter Jr. Okay, cornerback, uh, Penn, State. Penn State, and if you recognize the name, it's because that's Joey Porter's kid. Yep, he, uh, Steelers linebacker, edge rusher. Yeah, and he uh, big corner. I think he can play press man. I think he's a Flores type corner, like got size, so. I just we need corners and he seems like a good one. He yeah. had a good combine. Quality ball player. Yep. Um, I like I like the children of former players too. Big fan of that. True. Bring him in. True. Bring him in. Um I have him on my board, but he's a little further down. Mm-hmm. I've got uh Brian Branch at eleven. Okay. I also have Brian Branch at eleven. Oh, fun, fun. I fun. I, I flipped him just because Branch was a little slower than I thought. What did he uh so he ran um I have it right here. Branch ran a Four five eight. That's fine. Ed Reed ran uh, a four five seven. Yeah, but I don't want to met safety. I want him to play like nickel corner. Yeah, I want so him to I would play prepare both. him. Well, I mean, I'm not. If he's a pure safety, I don't. I don't want him. I don't think he's a pure safety. I, think. I feel like he's like a, like a Tyron Matthew. Like he'll play a little of everything. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's uh, not as good as Minka Fitzpatrick. But there we go. That's like, a that's a great comparison. Right, right around there. But why or? did Flores trade Minka? Because the owner made him, GM made him. Because the owner made him. Yeah, that wasn't Flores. But I once again, this is another one. Once we got Flores as our D coordinator, I was like, oh. And then you turned me on to Brian Branch and was like, check this guy out. He was like, this is a great fit because blitzing, uh, nickel, safety, all over the place. Like Alabama guy. I mean, you know he's going to be coached well. Yep. And like we like Flores uses a bunch of three safeties and shit Mm -hmm. like that. So I just. He can oh. erase tight ends, hopefully. Like, I think there's a lot of good ways to use him. Yeah, he's 11th on my board. Yeah, I did flip board. him in Porter, though, like basically after the combine because I was like, oh, maybe I just want the corner. Okay. Um, 12. 12. Brings we, it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Cam Smith at 12. Cam Smith, the other corner. Yeah, corner from, from South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. I like him. Uh, big body. I really handsy. liked his highlights yeah. like, when I watched I, him. I don't know. And he just 
he seems like your prototypical, you know, man-up corner, tenacious. I, I don't know. I, I like Cam Smith. Uh, I got him at 12. I have Jordan Addison at 12. Oh, okay. okay. Receiver USC. Um, I Most people probably don't even have him as their number one receiver. Yeah, Love you don't. You, you, even at like 178 pounds? Weight don't matter for receivers. We, I mean, it does to a point, but I just think he's super smooth, so super productive. I don't know. I always just we think back to the Jefferson draft when people took like Rager and shit over him, and it's like just look at how productive and yeah. how like how how did he keep getting open? How did he keep Addison? Just seems to me like that kind of guy that just he gets open. And I want a receiver that can get open against one on one consistently because that's what Thielen couldn't do. Yeah. And Jefferson's going to get doubled. He's going to get tripled. You're going to get man-to-man all day long. I don't want, like, a big-body guy that it's like, oh, you just throw him jump balls and contested catches. Like, I want Kirk to see a guy running open. So, and I think Addison can do that really well. Yep. Um, and that was your 12? 12th, yeah. I've got him further down my board. Yep. Uh, my 13 was Joey Porter Jr., who we talked about. Oh, okay. So not too much further than I had. Yep. Um, and where... My so- 13... Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay, so I have him at 14, Okay, and he's my number one wide receiver. Yep. He is receiver out of Ohio State. Yep. Played with, didn't play much this year, but he played with Garrett Wilson and Alave. Yep. And both of them said he's their best receiver. And he ran the six, or the three-cone three three shuttle in what, like six, six eight, nine yeah, was, or something? It was ridiculous. It was yeah. like elite. He didn't run the 40, but again, it's, I don't... He gets open. That's the thing. He gets I, I, open. Similar to when I talk about Addison, like I don't really care about like how fast they are, how big they are. Do they get open and can they catch the ball? And all another Remember, one. Marvin Harrison Jr. was on that team too, and Jackson Smith and Jigbo was better than him. As in well. his production, again off the charts. Like the game against Utah, he had like three hundred yards and four touchdowns or something. Yeah. Like he and he had a, a really good combine. Everyone's raving about how he just the. the receiving drills like the gauntlet and stuff like i don't know he i think a lot of people also wouldn't have him as their wide receiver one because i think quentin johnson is a lot of people's wide receiver one yeah i've kind of liked the these other two better just i don't know i could see myself too by the end of this process having smith and jigba above addison okay like very very easily that's why they're back to back right now oh uh, um, that was my 13th and your 14th yep so my 14th is nolan smith Okay. Uh, Georgia Edge. Georgia Edge rusher. Yeah, another combine guy who just blew it up. Yeah. 230, two, 240 pounds ran a 439. 439. Yeah. He's, he's very 10 good. 10 yard split, 150. He, uh, the vert was the best of anyone, 41.5. And then his broad jump was really good, too. Um, I, mean, I, don't, I haven't watched a ton of him. He's smaller, but just you could just have him as like a pure rusher right off the edge, right? Yep. yep. So. And I'm sure, you know, at that size and being that athletic, I bet you could get him to cover a little bit. Yeah, that's true know. too. You're not dealing with someone that's like six seven or two seventy. That's like a big body out in space. Like, there's no reason he couldn't. I actually was listening to a podcast yesterday where the guy said some of his favorite snaps of Nolan Smith was when he was off ball. Oh. So apparently he can do it. So fits in at middle linebacker then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, him maybe and treat him like a, so, some athletic freaks. Him and Asamoah in yeah. the middle. Uh, okay, so that was my 14th. Who was your 14th? Smith Jigba. All right, so give me your 15th. 15th, I've got uh, Zay Flowers, wide receiver. Oh, okay. Um, he's really So your good. wide receiver one is in Jigba. Two is Zay Flowers. Yeah. That, I love it. That, love dude it. Just, that dude just gets open as well. He's you know, so good. It's interesting because this draft has – you got Quentin Johnson, who's your big prototypical number one. And then the other guys, I feel like it's a lot of people try to just say, oh, you, you're a slot guy. You're a slot guy. 
But I feel you like... You know it, who else they said that about? Jefferson. Yes. Yeah. And it's like in this day and age when you're playing three wide 80% of the game, okay. there's so much space and all kinds of stuff. Like I, you could call Thielen a slot guy. You know, like you could call like anyone that's not six foot three, they're like, oh, slot guy. Zay Flowers gets open. Another guy super productive. He's on my list. He's further down. But Wide receiver, Boston College? Yeah, Boston yeah. College, yeah. He's like been a, a, a riser, too. I feel like he was like more of a second-round guy, and then as everyone's like looking at him more, they're like, oh, fuck, this guy's awesome. Yeah. So Zay Flowers was 15 for you? Yep. 15 for me, Miles Murphy. You talked about him already. Yep. Uh, Clemson? Clemson. Clemson Edge. Edge. Okay. So you're 16? 16. Uh, Jordan Addison. Okay. So we talked about him. USC receiver. Yep. So we are so- both Quentin Johnson haters. Yes. Well, okay. I, would, I would say haters. Yeah. I he's just, coming up on mine. I have him right now above Zay Flowers. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, he's next on mine. Oh, I've okay. just got all four the receivers, receivers stacked. stacked. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I think at that point, like the I like the defensive players, and like Nolan Smith's right there behind mm-hmm. them. So like, I, I, and I do feel like as the process moves on, you start to have, maybe have him like break away from you. But right now, I did that with like the two corners, and then I did it with two with two receivers. Like you kind of just go like, I like both these guys, yeah. and you stick them in there. I just. All, all the wide receivers. And like Jigba, Flora, or Flowers, and Jordan Addison, they're, I don't know, it's kind of pick your poison yeah. with those three. So I was mm-hmm. like, I like them all. I'll just clump them all together. Yeah. And if, you know, I do like toys. So Quentin Johnson, I'll just stick right in there too because just give me a wide receiver. So Quentin Johnson is your 17? 17. Okay, so Quentin Johnson's my 16. He's TCU. Wide receiver. Big receiver. Came in smaller than I thought he yeah, would. Yeah, actually, yeah. When I say big, I think people thought he was going to be like 6'3", 6'4". They thought he was going to be 6'4". Yeah, and, and he's 6'1 like six, six and 3 fourths or something? Like he's, I think it was 6'2 and oh, okay. so uh, he's still like three eighths. Gotcha, okay. Um, but uh, He feels like he's just more of a... I don't know. I just don't... I don't like those bigger, like, oh, he, he's going to catch... He's going to run a lot of slants, catch contested catches. Like, he's... Super fluid with his body, though. Somebody yeah. comped him to uh, Julio Jones well, coming that's, out. That's a nice comp. And it, and it was it was all strictly uh, based on, like, you know, Julio wasn't super productive in college. Mm-hmm. But you could just tell by the way, like, he, he was moved just more of an athletic size. freak to me, I feel like, Julio. Like, yeah. PFF has him comp to Martavius Bryant. Another athletic freak. Yeah. Couldn't pull it together, but, like... Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's the kind of thing. I mean, the thing is, I think if, if Quentin Johnson hits, you probably have a more upside than you do with the other guys because he does have that size. But I just, there's always something that scares me about those types. Yep. I'd rather get the guy. I want the guy that gets open more and he, the other guys get open more. You know, another uh, comp for Quentin Johnson that scared me off, uh, though, was uh, Kevin White. Yeah, Kevin from White. West Virginia, the wide receiver. And it's like, uh. That's the thing because it's like for every Julio that has the athletic tools. And puts it together. There's a Kevin White that had all the athletic tools and didn't put it together. Yep. And, or, and like, he didn't put it together and also got hurt, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're on my 17? Yeah. I have Drew Sanders, linebacker for Arkansas. Oh, okay. I've got him down uh, a little further down the line. I really just, I like, again, another guy I just watched YouTube highlights on, and I just love this fucking guy. Yep. He just plays like a madman. I think you could... Blitz him a ton. You could put him off the edge, but he could also play inside like a, a poor man's Micah Parsons type where he's like a little bit all over the place. Yep. Um, linebacker in the first, how much I love that. They better be damn good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, better not be Leighton Van Der Esch. Yeah, better not. Like, like, even like I saw Devin Bush as a free agent, and he's just been terrible apparently. 
Like, that sucks. They just don't like him, and he sucks. And yeah, he was what twenty was tenth, tenth overall. Didn't they no, trade up from like the other one? Too. Did they? Who was there? Was two linebackers that draft? Dev White, Devin White. Yeah, he went top five. And then Devin Bush. Yeah, I think they traded up from twenty to ten. Yeah, and he's just been a total bum. So it's like I don't know. Something about linebackers scares me a little bit. But I have Drew Sanders there at seventeen. Who's your eighteen? Eighteen. I've got Nolan Smith. Okay, so the edge from Georgia that I yep. had. Uh, my 18 then is Trenton Simpson, the other linebacker, the Clemson linebacker. Okay. And uh, it's sort of just like we did earlier. I just stacked the linebackers next to each other because at that point I was like, oh, I'll take a linebacker. Oh. Um, I haven't watched a ton of him. I don't know. Um, Trenton Simpson, same, it's kind of the same thing as uh, Drew Sanders where he can play pretty much anywhere. See, I like I, that. I, I, I think he's a really good fit in Flores' defense. That's um, kind of where like – I've got those two stacked, flip-flopped, coming up here. Gotcha, um, further down. Yep. So you're 19? 19, I have uh, Deontay Banks. Okay. Cornerback, Maryland. Um, He's been rising up. Yep, and then he was uh, tested really well as well. Yep. So I uh, I bumped him up. Big, six foot, 200 pounds, so pretty good size. Four three five forty. 40. Yep. 42 vert. Yeah, so he's yeah an athletic freak. Um, like him. Deontay Banks. So that was your... 19? 19, yeah. My 19's Kalijah Clancy. Is that how you say it? Kalijah Clancy. Whatever. Yeah. The the DT. And I don't know if he fits our defense. Yeah, no. I, uh, I've i got him further down outside of the top 25. I just... he's If he's Aaron Donald, like, yeah, I'm going to feel dumb. But, like, he just seems undersized and not... He's six foot 280. Like, he's very small. Yeah, and... Like, but he he he, he uses very productive. He uses his leverage well because obviously you know he can get underneath the hands and the shoulder pads. So like, if this was the Zimmer defense, he'd be very high on my board because yeah. he could play the four three, uh, three tech. Three tech. It doesn't really exist. You need a whole block. So I don't know if he's even on the Vikings board. I put him on there because he's so productive I mean, and good. Fuck and if also, he if he adds 10, 15 pounds, which he probably will, but doesn't lose a step. Yeah, I mean, then we might then be talking. looking a little yeah. silly here. He's been working with John Randall, who is also an undersized D-tackle. Oh, well, so. son of a bitch. That's why he made my board. Yeah, uh, he's, he's moving up my board now. Can I can I stick him at five? <laughs> <laughs> my 20 is B. John Robinson. We'll okay. Talk about him. Yep. Uh, who do you have at 20? At 20, I've got, uh, oh, Trenton Simpson, Drew okay. Sanders, stack. So those are your next two. So I had B. John Robinson, then Deontay Banks. So now I'm down to 20, 22. 22, I've got B.J. Ajilari. Oh, so the edge from LSU, LSU yep. brother of the other Alajilari. Yep. Uh, same measurables, essentially, as his brother. Mm-hmm. I really liked him coming out. Fits that edge. Um, yeah, pure pass rush type. Yep. Uh, I have Keely Ringo. Okay, he's a little further down. Cornerback um, from... Cornerback from uh, Georgia. Is that what it is, Georgia? Yep. Okay. Uh, I thought he I thought he had a decent combine, because I, I was kind of had him more in the second round, and then, he, yeah, you four three six. PFF Compton and Jamal Dean, which I thought was good. Must mean he's more of a man guy. Yep. So They play a lot of man down at Georgia. So I thought decent fit, cornerback, Keely Ringo. He started off like having like top 10, 15 buzz, and then like all these other cornerbacks passed him. Yeah. And then so he's more back end of the first at this point. Yep, I've got one more cornerback ahead of him. I've got Eli Ricks. Eli from, Ricks. Uh, Alabama. Started at LSU. Transferred Both to Alabama. Alabama. Yep. No. Uh, Georgia was... Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, was Ricks. that your next guy on the board? Was Ricks? Yep, twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Yep. So a lot, just like a lot of corners. Yeah. I think I don't even have Cam Smith on mine. I don't have Eli oh, Ricks on mine. 
No, I don't have Cam Smith. Huh? He's oh, wow. he's just off of it. Wow. We'll yeah, see. no, see, we'll I, see. I, I I love these corners. Great, it's a great corner class. Like yeah. it'd be it'd be hard for. That's like the most likely position. I think that we'd be like, oh, this is the best player available, and it's a position we need. There's a great corner sitting there. Like it'd be hard for me not to see one of these guys falling. Um, where did you where do you think we started hitting players that we actually could realistically get? Do you think Joey Porter? I think I think honestly at eleven. Which was who for you? Brian Branch. Brian Branch, yeah. I think but I have Porter there. at ten. So yeah, Porter, okay, yep. Porter, Branch, the receivers. Well, I could see any of the receivers being there. Yeah. Now I'm not saying like if I had to bet on it, I would, but like there's a world a I've, lot of times that they're there. And for me at I've got B. John Robinson at ten. Right. And so he wait, definitely did you be say there? Porter was your ten? Yeah. So, so 10. yeah, from at ten yep. from ten down. Yeah. And again, not not that it's likely, but we don't like Christian Gonzalez. There's no fucking chance he's gonna be there. No. Tyree Wilson, no chance he's gonna be there. But once you get to that ten range, you never know. Because we don't again, we don't have any offensive linemen on our board. Right, yeah. We're missing those guys. We're missing uh if there was any safeties. I don't think there is though. That's too bad there's not like seven good safeties to take up some spots. But yeah, offensive line. You could easily have three or four of those guys in there, which drops players. Um my twenty three, Zay Flowers. We talked about him. Florida State receiver. No. Boston College receiver? Boston College. Boston College receiver. Um, okay, and then that's where my list ends, was 23. Okay, you have a I've got more. a couple more, guys. I've got uh, Ringo at 24. Okay, Keely Ringo's on my list. And then I've got uh, Jameer Gibbs, the running oh, back. Oh, the other running Alabama. back? Okay. Um, really I, good pass catcher, too. Like, yeah, I don't... comp him to Delvin Cook and, like, Kamara a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't love... Again, don't love taking a running back, but it's just another name, like... I, oh, you know what else we don't have on our boards? Tight ends. Tight ends, And yeah. it's a great, great tight end class. Damn shame. There's like a... a I love there's Darnell. guys that actually will probably go before our pick, which yeah, is great. I love Darnell Washington. And he's I, like the fourth tight end. Yeah. Like Kincaid, Meyer, Mayer, and then Musgraves up there Kincaid, too. Kincaid, you better not ask him to block. That is, that's Mike Gusecki. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't um, want that. But uh, I've got Hendon Hooker, who, by the way... I have a head of Will Levis. I just don't like Will Levis. Um, you always pick a quarterback you don't like. And, and it's him. Or one you love. Either you're like hot on Johnny Manziel or you hate someone. Yep. And you hate Will Levis. I, I, you, like I, you, got, you gotta have one you hate in yeah. every class. It just means we're gonna draft him. That's what it means. I have Hendon Hooker as a second round guy, but like I watched him and I really like a lot of him. It's just that offense is so like easy. Like he throws to guys that are wide open constantly. Yeah. His teammate, Jalen Wyatt. Jalen Hyatt. 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 Yep. He's... Him and then uh, yeah. deep threat, deep threat type. Oh, he He's ran a four three something and then had a tight hammy. So yeah. I feel like if I feel like Hyatt's going to be one of those guys people are going to draft and he's not going to do much because he's always got a pulled hammy. Yeah, there you go, like a Deshaun uh, type. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Hyatt goes before our pick. That'd be one that I would like to like. Like I don't, I, I don't think I really want him at twenty three. You know, like yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I've got him below uh, Kayshawn Bout. From LSU. Okay. He ran bad, though. Did he? Yeah, he I had, must have and, missed that. And his, oh, I don't know if he ran bad, but his vert and his broad were garbage. Mm. So, I don't know. But wasn't he hurt or something? Yeah. I feel like that's why he didn't play as much. Um, okay, so that's our initial draft boards. Oh. Feeling like corner, looking good. I mean, honestly, those one of those receivers would be fun. Yeah, I, I think it always is. corner, wide receiver are probably my two, two positions I really want them to draft. Corner, wide receiver. I mean, yeah. I mean, edge if a good one falls, and then 
Yeah, I guess it's still edge a, in there. That's but about like, it. I mean, I, I guess you might get a, an off ball or a middle linebacker type, but I'm not super. You know in love what? With I wouldn't hate trading down twice. I know trading down it's from like 23 to 28, and yeah. then 28. I got to start learning more about the uh, like 25 to 45 prospects because like I could definitely see us trading down, yeah. trading to like 33 or something, you know, and and trying to get because we we are short on picks right now. Again, we got Hawkinson for it, but. I think we have five picks, and we're expected to get one more out of comp from Conklin. Okay. So, maybe we only have four picks, and we're getting one more from Conklin. I don't know. I can't remember what it is, but it's, it's, we're missing a second, and I think another pick somewhere. So, um, All right. Well, that is a two-and-a-half-hour podcast, you know, making up for all the weeks we didn't show up. Yep. I mean, you guys, hopefully, I mean, hopefully you made it through in one sitting, but if you didn't, you yeah, probably geez. stopped at uh, draft draft talk and had a whole hour of draft talk yeah so. break it up into pieces and maybe we should have put a warning at the beginning of the episode well they'll see it they're gonna see that it's two and a half hours yeah like, what the fuck happened here yep. what Who do we knows? got maybe we should have just stopped and then recorded later this week but you know what yeah fuck we it. could also i could break this into two episodes you know i could just i could chop it you know no um, no, 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 no what do we have we have two months till draft basically a little less than that yeah so we'll try to you know we'll try to hit a couple free more agency draft opens up in what yeah, two if we weeks get a, if we vikings get a big free agent signing or something we'll come on and talk about it so mm. All right, it's uh, it's been good. It's been a pleasure, boys and girls.